let's talk a little bit about education because you didn't go to international school. Yeah. You didn't study abroad. Yeah. You, you've been in Korea the whole time, and you, yeah. you're speaking English like this, which is fantastic. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, and you went to like alternative education. Yeah. Can can we play out some of this? Because most people have this image of kids asleep on desks and hagwons and, uh-huh. uh, and institutes, <laughs> academies. What was your education? My education was wonderful. Like it was very different from. Uh, average Korean high schools. Mm. It was on a hill, okay. <laughs> so you have to. Is that important? Walk. Yeah, that's that. That is not very important right. for an alternative uh-huh. school, but it means like having a good environment, yeah. like not in the cities, not apart from the cities. And was it out of Seoul? Yeah, it's in Gyeonggi-do Bundang. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's called EU High School. <laughs> EU, like EU. Oh, EU. Sorry, EU. sorry. EU High School. Uh-huh. Okay. It, it means with a friend, with friends. That's a nice name. Yeah, yeah, it's really nice, and the whole atmosphere was about living together, uh-huh. you know, not competing against or like like competing for admissions. Who will get into the sky or? Mm. The top universities, something mm. like that. We were like, the classes were not, uh, it, to abstract it, I would say, kusongjuijok. Mm-hmm. Do you know about kusongjui? Is like a constructivism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Constructivism, like, not teacher based. Mm-hmm. It's student based. Like, okay. it focuses on student talking. Like. Teacher's main role is to make the te- students talk and ignite something mm-hmm. inside their passions mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah, and mm-hmm. <laughs> how take us through an uh, an average day at EU High School? Like, how big are the class sizes? What do you study? Do you do sports? I mean, I'm just curious because I have no idea. I can imagine a regular Korean school, but I can't see in my head EU high school yet. Ah. So, starting from the bell, do you know the school bell? We didn't have that. <laughs> you didn't have the bell. Yeah, we vote for the bell, and students could uh, put in the football. Yeah. Uh, like a candidate or yeah, something yeah, yeah. like that? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like candidate. They could put in the candidate and yeah. all sorts of bells come in. like, <laughs> But not too offensive stuff. Like, yeah, so your bell offensive. was different every day or yeah. every week or something? Not every day, every semester. Okay. And the bell for the lunch and yeah. bell for classes yeah. were all different. Like in the mornings, yeah. the, there would be, do you know, howls moving castle yeah something like that it would have a variety of bells <laughs> that's nice though I think it that makes a big difference doesn't yeah, it yeah it also had the subway bell what was it that give people trauma yeah especially the people commuting that was voted that was voted the most for Ending classes bell. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, that enough for the bells and the classes. Yeah. Uh, we had, we could select the classes like. Mm. 
uh, I know the Korean high schools are changing to mm-hmm. to this kind of format. Like, you can choose whatever classes you want to take. Mm. But our high school was already having that for since 19 years. As, as for 19 years. Mm. Yeah. They had... Yeah. So you can listen to any classes you want. And small amounts of students mm. are there. Like, maximum 20 people. But if the classes are like ethics ethics mm-hmm. uh, having ethics classes mm. the s- teachers would think that conversations between students are important so yeah. they would put in third graders and first graders oh, wow. all in the same class and we would have many many students in the class yeah the classes were not very s- restricted to formats or anything they were very chairo mm. liberated <laughs> And oh, and our school didn't doesn't like admissions exam. Okay. The the amgisik mm-hmm. kungpo. So they would ban students to have a private academy. Oh wow! Yeah. So you were prohibited. You were banned from yeah, going yeah. to Hagwons. I didn't even go to English academy. <laughs> This was just home learned. Yeah, yeah. And school learned. Yeah. What kind of, before we talk about academy, you're allowed to do sports, I guess. Like, yeah, you yeah, can still yeah. go to piano and take There piano were lessons many sports or, in yeah. our school, but the problem was there were not many te- teammates. Yeah. Mm. There were, uh, in one year, there is about 80 students. Okay. Uh-huh. That must make you quite close to everybody, though. Yeah. yeah. I, I know everybody in my school. Uh. What kind of classes did you listen to? So you've mentioned ethics already. What yeah, kind yeah. of classes did, did you listen to? My favorite you choose? subject yeah. was poems, okay. writing poems. Okay. Yeah, it, it was not about writing poems, but no. it was about um, expressing your authentic opinion, mm. like something you wouldn't say back uh, outside the public (laughs) there there were very rough opinions by many many friends and I liked it because (laughs) because Mm. you wouldn't get that opportunity very much yeah yeah no it's a it's a fabulous thing so you you had to write your own poems or you had to express yourself you had to put feelings and emotions or things down yeah you don't even have to have a format to write writing a poem you can just write anything and you can just say anything in yeah in the class it's a very liberating thing to do but it's very useful i think to Mm -hmm. to be able to do that i do that quite a lot actually whether i'm writing lyrics or poems or it's really important i think to be able to get things out of your head and put them on paper and it's very Mm -hmm therapeutic it's like therapy I think but Mm -hmm. it's personal therapy you don't need to go and say it to somebody or sit on a couch you just need to do it yourself I think it'd be quite scary to find out well Uh to find out what's inside you because you don't know until you start right it's like Jekyll and Hyde (laughs) yeah Jekyll and Hyde yeah Yeah. absolutely absolutely were you good at writing poems did you enjoy that no I was (laughs) (laughs) I just wrote anything. Yeah. 
That's yeah, the point. Literally. Mm, that's the point. That means you were good. So you did poetry. What else? What else did you do? Uh, poetry and then, uh, uh, poetry was the signature class of our school because uh. the leading teacher was yeah. our principal. Okay. Yeah, like in the advertised school, the principal would be like some authority <laughs> authority guy. Yeah. Like someone in a suit. Yeah. And like demands students to do something mm. like bans them mm. but my principal was like crying when students were being authentic mm. and he was really gongaming mm. empathetic empathetic yeah mm. he he was really open and yeah that was the signature class and other classes i would uh say mm <laughs> Let me think for uh, a while. Well, well, I'm I'm also curious about the teachers uh -huh. because this is a fabulous environment. So yeah. you, you you had the principal there, but what all the, the the teachers must have been quite not your average high school teacher, I guess, to be teaching yeah. there. Were they all but Korean? They were all not all Korean, like. In some English classes, there yeah. were some foreign teachers okay. that would teach English, and uh, Spanish. Wow! <laughs> yeah. Uh, how did you get into this school, Isu? How did you get into this school? Because uh -huh. it, it sounds fantastic. Yeah, right? it, it, it sounds like wonderful. This is what I want my kids to experience. <laughs> yeah, this is great. Right. But I, I'm just curious. Mm -hmm. In in Korea, there's sometimes this. What would you call it? More, uh, shisan uh, or something. This gaze oh, yeah. of other people. This, uh, you. It's kind of like nunchi, but you're always conscious of what other people are doing, and so to do something completely different, like you did. Mm -hmm. How did you get into that school? Uh, Was it your parents' decision? Was it your decision? Yeah, I didn't really know about this school. No. Oh at all like i didn't even knew that i didn't even know that there were alternative schools in our country mm. <laughs> and but my mom knew it so i was really lucky to have mm. a person close to me that knows this kind of school that mm. it's very liberated and you can do anything you want and the surrounding people all supports you in like this kind of high school yeah mm. my mom <laughs> informed me about it and i watched all kinds of uh there there are many videos youtube videos okay. explaining uh introducing this school okay so, eu high school yeah yeah, yeah. It, it is a uh mandatory subject to do a young uh, high school play okay in this okay. school okay okay <laughs> yeah heads up for your I love theater. Kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I did when I was but at I, university. Yeah. I did theater. I liked being in the theater. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a beautiful thing. So, well done for your mum to getting you in there. Mm -hmm. When you went to university, where I met you, did you notice? Did you feel that you were different from other people, or did you immediately settle in? Because if you've gone through this special education, mm -hmm. and you're used to expressing yourself, and your principal cries in class, <laughs> and yeah. the bell's different, yeah. your experience would have been very unique compared to everyone else's. Everyone is sabasa, 
-hmm. everyone has their own experience but yours would have been rather different yeah so when you went to university did you did you feel different did you think that you were looking at the world differently or did you immediately just adapt and you're you're the same as everyone else i think i'm getting both of those phenomena because when i first got into university uh i clearly noticed that many students were not very passionate about uh, directing their own studies like Mm. they would just be like an average university student (laughs) i would i'm not i'm so sad to put it this way like I'm not making prejudices or something, but they were immediately going home when the schools were over. And I would just sit there and ask professor for lots of lots of things. Like mm. I don't really, I didn't really understand. And they would, the, the friends, mm. the, the friends, <laughs> the students yeah. wouldn't understand me. Eh, they would want to go with me to their homes but i wouldn't go so Mm -hmm. that was the big difference and but because i'm in this school Mm. for i have been in this school for one semester i'm feeling i'm getting very used to this kind of atmosphere like is that a bad thing i think it's a bad thing oh dear Uh, Mm. yeah what's what's happening tell me about this change Mm. what's the adjustment like in back in my high school i would think various ways Mm. to adapt one subject to another subject like uh uh-huh interdisciplinary yeah 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 Yeah, so important i would like use um i would use a philosophy to introduce uh calculus to my friends Mm. and put it in a film and show it to many of my friends but this school uh (laughs) not trying to be mean or something but Mm. this school just it's just like a one-way direction like the professor teaches Mm. teaches and Mm. the student just uh, they passively acquires, receive yeah, and acquire. Yeah, passively receive yeah. the, just the education that professor is giving. And many of the... I I was really expecting some interdisciplinary things mm. because my mm. Hakbo faculty is yeah. a interdisciplinary faculty. What's your faculty for people that don't know? It's digital media and... It literally it says the faculty is software interdisciplinary faculty, mm-hmm. but it doesn't have a interdisciplinary mm. stuffs. Yeah, it's just technology re- receiving technology. Yeah, yeah, and it's not very useful for these days because we're getting more interwined, the globally interwined, mm. and we would need some kind of no active learning yep. to <laughs> figure this out what do you need there's a really interesting mm-hmm. question there's so much i want to ask you what do you need what do i need yeah what you said in this global world there's things that we need we're mm-hmm. not getting it at university yeah 
what do you think you need? I mean, what is it that you want, you need? Absolutely. Uh, various opportunity to have a conversation between people. Mm. That would be the main and the first one. And a chance to have uh, a chance to have uh, like what you said mm. thinking for ourselves alone time mm. alone time mm. like not being in a competitive role for a long time yeah a chance to think for ourselves and a chance to understand humanity <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. yeah I yeah <laughs> it, I, yeah. it, it's not easy I mean like I'm in my 40s and I'm still learning you have to be humble you have to read you have to be passionate to understand these things let me let me tell you I I just finished this program um, during the summer and one of my students her name is Xiao Yuan and she's from China and on her exam paper at the top she wrote me a little goodbye message uh -huh. right and okay. uh, she's a wonderful student and it was, I believe, uh, a quote from, I think it's George Bernard Shaw. Please, if mm. I'm wrong, uh, forgive me. But she wrote at the top, uh, Dear Mr. David Tizard, um, if I have an apple and you have an apple and we exchange apples, we both still have one apple. But if I have an idea and you have an idea and we exchange ideas, we now both have two ideas. Oh. So thank you. And I thought that was, I mean, I, I've heard of it, but I thought it was oh. really nice that she valued this idea of being able to communicate and to be seen. And it's not just a sort of uh, financial transaction or interaction. Like I have knowledge, you've paid tuition, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> but rather it's this two-way exchange of ideas and that benefits everybody. Mm -hmm. I thought that was very nice. I thought it was very brave of her to put that on a paper. Yeah, that is the uh, the best mm. best mm. way the education could be. Yeah, yeah. It might be going that way. Sometimes it takes time, uh -huh. I think. Uh, education is always changing. Yeah. Staying on this education, I just want to do sunung. Because mm -hmm. you had this special education, mm -hmm. and then you got into university, but you still did sunung. Yeah. And now I think most parents would send their kids to. I know the current president is trying to change killer questions and all of this and mm -hmm. politics, but I think many parents send their kids to academies and things like that because of sunung, mm. because they're worried about the. But you had a unique education. You still did sunung, yeah. And you still got into university. What was Sunung like when you got there, going from this special education then to that test that all high school kids dread? Was it just, did you just like sing songs and happily tick everything? No. Or did it, did it crush you? What happened? Tell I me about had Sunung. many mental breakdowns. Oh, dear. <laughs> yeah. And you it retook was... it, right? You said, Jason? Yeah, yeah. Once, I... twice? Uh, what the, uh, like one year of yeah. preparing for the exam. Yeah, okay. Is that make it two? How many takes? times did you take Sunan? Once? Two. Twice. Twice. So you did it yeah. and you weren't satisfied? I, yeah, I did it when I was in high school. And yeah. I, <laughs> as you expected, mm. 
like I, w- I didn't had, I didn't systematically like robotically did mm. all this math stuff. So mm. not many times, not a very short amount of time was there for me when I first took Sunung. And was math the hardest thing? Yeah, that is the hardest thing. The math and the Korean. Uh. <laughs> how is I, I, I'm sure I know the answer. Oh, but how uh, is the Korean the hardest thing for the Korean student? Google. Uh, it is you mean hard. Google? Like, uh, yeah. It is hard for students who didn't read books that much, <laughs> including myself. Yep. Uh, um, uh, because I don't really know why is it why is it really hard because I didn't had a really remarkable grades at Korean mm-hmm. so I couldn't say I can't say what is hard about that subject but what was the question again? there, there was no question I, uh, math was the hardest thing is what mm-hmm. I was trying to ask but then what I want to get at is this retaking Sunam mm-hmm. Isu because the first time I guess a lot of students they don't fail they just want a higher score uh-huh. And this might be a personal question, but okay. like your decision to retake it, how does that work? Because mm. it's not like I, in general, students don't fail Sunung, they just get a score, but they want more, they want a higher score. Oh, what, I wasn't that. Student. You wasn't that, okay. I failed at first All test. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, Th- that means you failed the test, no university, nothing? I could, I could get into. Not to Seoul, not to uh, like advanced cities, mm. just to <laughs> what do you say, Shigur? Countryside. Jibang? Yeah, countryside. Yeah. I would, I could go to, con- I could have gone to countryside, but as you know, countryside universities doesn't really have much of an opportunity to really reach out overseas or. Do you think it n- might not suit you going to the countryside and? Drinking shike and taking. <laughs> I don't know, but you did it. But you decided to do it again. You yeah. didn't want the countryside. Yeah, no. I thought. Uh, I thought getting into prestigious universities would mm. help me earn more opportunities to mm. really change this world, <laughs> because I really, I really think I have a part, a role in mm. this world mm. where I can make humanity be much better. Yeah, so I had this big dream, but I couldn't see. I couldn't see this from if I went into c- the countryside universities, mm. I mm. wouldn't have had many opportunities. So I decided to retook Sunan. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I fir- yeah, I first started to apply for Minerva, but it didn't turn out very well because Minerva has very many apply appliance applicants yeah applicants applicants, and and then i didn't really went for sunung i went for nonsu okay uh, writing Mm -hmm. writing tests Mm -hmm. like writing tests are more liberated (laughs) i i use liberated so much Mm. liberated from the sunung you can express in your own style and you can write in your own style and mm. if the professors like what they see like mm. they could give me a pass and so i was yeah i didn't really get a heads up in the uh, uh, really dug into the sunum directly i 
went into Minerva and mm. then writing and then Sunung. So keep failing. It's so important. I think <laughs> if you look at any successful people, they will have all failed many times along the way. And whether you look at whatever people might be your role models or whoever you look up to, uh, Yeonjun. Yeonjun. Yes, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I got that. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Uh, these people would have had countless failures. Yeah. And you know from my stories I've told you before, my failures... Mm -hmm. You were, wanted to kill. <laughs> <laughs> ...have been really de defining in my life. The failures are so important. Don't, don't worry about the failures. How were your parents during all of this? During this education, during this uh, retaking Sunung, getting into Seoul, um, I know it might be a bit personal to talk about your parents, but I'm just curious: were they were they supportive? Are your parents like really liberated hippies? Are they average <laughs> Koreans? I, I, I'm just trying to get like how it works. How you mm. got you know? Did they have a big influence on you, or they just let you do what you want? Yeah, they definitely. Uh, like a 50% influence on me like they they are kind of a philosophers mm -hmm. like I would want to put it like that but mm. not an official philosopher like they like reading books and like seeing worlds from various terms mm. and they were supportive of my choices yeah when I wanted to know what countryside university I could get into <laughs> by my first test scores. Yeah. They were like, okay, I would, we would give you the money to search mm -hmm. for the schools. And yeah, they were very supportive on all the way. Lucky. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's I'm nice. very lucky. Yeah. I think some parents find it as their own responsibility to drive their kids or. You know, the like kids, the helicopter moms, the helicopter moms. Yeah, the, there are many different words for it. Or they get some sort of Terry Manjok or there's uh -huh. like, they, yeah. I didn't get to do this. So you must do it. And it, it's very, it's very it's heavy. It's very here. sad because. Mm. Yeah, they're re they're relinquishing the. Dreams they didn't have, they didn't couldn't achieve to their. Young kids yeah. who are independent who can be independent yeah. that's why that it's very sad that's why it's very important for you to do everything that you want so that when you do have kids and you get old you don't feel <laughs> some kind of regret about all the things you didn't do you just let your kids do what they want yeah. to do you, you feel uh, content now I would be uh, I, I'm sure people would scream at me if I didn't ask you about changing the world which you mentioned <laughs> about five minutes or so ago. Yeah. Uh, um, tell me about changing the world, changing what part of the world? What is? Is it just a feeling? Is is there some kind of vision? I love hearing it, by the way. Oh, I, I'm okay. really about inspiring young people and giving them hope and giving them a, you know, the 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 window of opportunity and possibility to see their vision of the future, not mine, but to see, for young people to create mm. the world they want it. Tell me about changing the world, Isu. So my altern uh, alter ultimate 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 vision ultimate goal ultimate okay. ultimate mm. goal is mm. to make each people like really close neighbors. Mm. Mm -hmm. Like you can be authentic and they would be authentic and like what you've said with the other s Chinese students mm. 
as Chinese students, you can exchange any uh, s- minds and ideas. Yeah, that is my abstract goal and the way to achieve. I this is part of my plan. Mm, good. Yeah. Uh, I would use a nudge, like an environmental nudge, to make people like behave that way. Like mm. for example, oh, mm. uh, I'm thinking of changing all of the kojuji. Houses, houses, and foods and mm. clothes—the mm. essential things. Mm. Like I would want to change all this, these essential things mm. to being uh, environmental friendly and mm, you need very liberal. Yeah. Yeah. The hebang, the liberated, emancipated, liberated. Yeah. yeah. All of the houses look alike in Koreans, like the tall apartments. Yeah, I would really want to change those to all different kinds of mm. shapes and, but not, not very apart from the environment that yeah. was already in it. Like, I would use environmental stuffs, environmental. Mm. Materials, materials, yeah, yeah. materials, resources, and Mm. yeah, would make a nudge, environmental nudge to people to talk to each other and realize how much they are interconnected and special. Where does this vision come from? I, I, I'm wrong, but I'm, I'm imagining like hobbits in shires or things where oh. they have little houses in grass. And <laughs> I, I, I'm not big into Lord of the Rings. I'm not sure why that's the first thought in my mind. Does this, uh, because it's interesting to me that you want to change the environment rather than change people's values. So you yeah, want to change. Yeah, very hard. But yeah, I think you're right, though, because a lot of the time people's values or people's behavior, the the reason that, for example, we might have different values Mm -hmm. or you and your grandmother might have different values is because our environments were different. Not because I'm not saying the reason is that the main reason Mm. is because the environments are different. Mm. Mm hmm. But you want to change people's environments. That, yeah, th- yeah. That's your goal, yeah. To be more sustainable and mm. have a lively conversation. Did you, where did you, do you know where you got this inspiration from? Did you read something? Did it come to you in a dream? Was it, is it just naturally inside you? Definitely from my high school and my high school environment and mm. my studies when mm. I was in high school. Mm. Yeah, my high school building was really different from other schools mm-hmm. uh-huh. how do you, you really need to meet my south african friend chris he spent some time mm. uh living in a kibbutz in israel you know things like kibbutz and commune yeah. you know, go and search up kibbutz okay. it's, it's like communes where people live together and they all uh generate uh, and, and and share resources uh-huh. and things like this yeah he, he spent some time living like that his experience of it is fascinating to hear about how how do we get there what what are these first steps so you have your ultimate goal uh-huh. yeah this ultimate vision mm-hmm. how do we start what do we do what do you need to do my first step would be 
It would be、uh, very great if I could learn all these intricate subjects、mm. really intertwined together to achieve this goal. Like you have to know how to kyongyong.、Mm. Business. Yeah, you have yeah. to know how to business, do the、yeah. business,、yeah. and you have to know how to architect、yeah. and physics.、Mm. And yeah, and you have to have a、uh, prediction. You、mm. have to have a good prediction of、yeah. how the future might flow. Yeah, I would want. <laughs> it, it would be really great if. I could learn all these kwangbomihan,、uh, very many subjects. Yeah, yeah. In my university or other institutes,、mm. if I could have this interdisciplinary knowledge, I would be really great. But if I can't have this opportunity or couldn't do it by myself,、mm. I would. First, start off with、uh, being the best expert of AIs,、mm-hmm. because AI is going to be a revolution, like Satya Sanapyongmyong,、mm. uh, fourth revolution.、Mm-hmm. The fourth industrial yeah, yeah, revolution, fourth in- digital revolution. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The AI is going to be leading the、mm-hmm. whole future. So I would really. Want to be the most <laughs>、uh, expert in that、mm. AI, and I would want to put th- this AI technology into the kojuji,、mm. the houses, and our closest things.、Yeah. Let's talk about AI and and and, and that in a minute. I think well, if there's anybody listening that has <laughs> expertise on these things, they might contact you. It's、um, when you when you're talking about these communities, but also I think Isu that sometimes it's very easy to to blame our situation. Well, if I was at this university or if I had this, and sometimes、mm-hmm. as you grow up, you realize that you know Santa Claus isn't real, and、mm-hmm. the professors aren't as smart as you think they are sometimes, and the politicians aren't as good as they should be, and you realize that the world is. Is not quite what you thought it would be, and it, it, it's kind of. It's, I sound like a gonde now. I'm sorry, but、uh, no. it, it, it's up to us to go out and make something of it. It's up to us to go out and get that information because, beautifully, we live in an open society.、Mm-hmm. There's there's no prevention of you accessing any knowledge on that phone or device now. Yeah, and、uh, it was Neil Postman、uh, who said in the book "Amusing Ourselves to Death" that it wasn't George Orwell. George Orwell with Big Brother and not,、mm-hmm. it's not that. It's Audlus Huxley's Brave New World. It's freedom that will enslave us. If you give everyone so much freedom, they do nothing.、Uh-huh. They go home after the lesson. That you you have every book on your phone, but you don't read them. It's the freedom that traps us. And I I think there's some kind of truth in that. That we we're waiting for somebody to order us to do something,、mm-hmm. to do it ourselves. We need that. And then I was thinking about. I'm sorry, I'll stop talking soon. But in your vision of、uh, this life. Maybe the low birth rate is a good thing towards getting that because you're not gonna. People aren't gonna live like that if there's fifty odd million people because your high school was quite small. It's a small、mm, community, yeah, yeah. 
And it sounds like the vision you have is for smaller communities, not for a mm. hundred million people living in a city. That's why we have a putter, these big apartments, right? Yeah. If we have smaller, uh, smaller, fewer people, smaller cities, then it's possible to live like that, maybe. Yeah, but even if it wasn't a smaller village or smaller city or something mm, like mm. that, we are living in a very large uh, apartments and stuff, and still the birth rates are getting lower. And mm -hmm. yeah, but if the villages get smaller and if the communication can get a little higher and more advanced yeah. maybe maybe they can have a they can be more mm, responsible for mm -hmm. their childs <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah they could be more they can grow more intelligent the the people can get more intelligent and they can get more friendly with each other and they mm, that could result in a good birth rate i think mm -hmm. yeah yeah this is just uh um my vision is just a vague truth yeah so it doesn't have to really be this way to make a sustainable environment environmental nudge yeah so it doesn't have to be a small village. I'm having a very open mind. Mm. Uh, it can be anything. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Don't be scared of having a vision, though. Sometimes, you know, it's like, oh, if I have a vision, then some people will say it's wrong. Have you put it down in, in words or art or poetry? Have you expressed, expressed it in any way? Because sometimes I feel that... Um, Mm -hmm. We often have ideas or feelings, nukims or something, but expressing them, especially expressing them in persuasive ways, can be very difficult. And, you know, you can give people statistics and data and you can give them logic. Mm -hmm. People don't respond to statistics and data and logic and things like this. And even moralizing, if you moralize at people, you should do, people don't respond to that. People normally respond to art uh, and entertainment and stories mm. and narratives and music and have you thought about expressing this vision in some way like mm. that i think not really because i don't really have much of a skill or uh, resources to do all of those things yeah so I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you seem very disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's the reason to do it. Uh, I was watching an interview with uh, Lee Byung Hun, mm -hmm. the actor, yeah, Mr. Yeah. Sunshine, and all that. And he said the reason he became such a good actor and the reason he was chosen to be an actor is that he had no skills. And so he was empty. And so when, you know, if, if you pick up Photoshop or if you pick up paint, if you pick up your digital programs that you use to create your art, sometimes having those skills, having those history is, is beautiful. And that's what you need to, to create something because you're not burdened by all the knowledge that your professors give you or these things. You can just make something that's never been done or never been seen before. And that can be a good way. I want to ask you about chat GPT and AI right mm -hmm. um just because it's this new thing and i was speaking to uh a friend of mine tongman she used to help me do subtitles on some of these 
career deconstructed videos last year. She's now going to New York to study mm -hmm. digital media. Mm. It's kind of what you're doing. Yeah. And she said that she sometimes talks to ChatGPT like a conversation when she's bored. We were talking about it and I said, if I'm doing research, I'll say like, what is Kusongjui? Mm. It, it's constructivism. I'll ask it questions or tell me the five main theories of this and it will tell me. Um, she said she talks to it when she's bored at work. Uh, like a friend? Like a friend. Uh. I'd, never, I'd, I'd never heard this before. That might just be her personality, but that amazed me that she wasn't using it as a research tool or as an assistant. It was more like she was using it as a friend. W what's your take on this AI, this chat GPT? Mm. Let me tell you one more story while you think about it. My, I, I couldn't believe it. My Chinese students, they had okay. a, a phone on the table. You remember in our Tuki Malagi class when it's really uh -huh. noisy and everyone's speaking? My Chinese students in the lecture, they would have a phone put down on a table and it would hear like my voice right now or your voice even in a noisy room and it would write it down in English and then automatically translate mm. in live time to Chinese at like 98% accuracy. That's great. I, I <laughs> we, don't, we don't have that in Korea. I've never seen that here. I've seen sort of Papago and Google Translate, mm. but this live translation like that is the, the technology is phenomenal i even checked that i even said chairman xi jinping has weird policies it's not a bad thing personal to say opinion. somebody has weird okay. policies but I, I was just checking it like that and it did that as well no problem uh -huh. yeah so tell me tell me about um ai and, and digital technology from your young perspective where is it in your life is it good? Is it bad? Mm. The technology itself is not bad or good, uh. I think. Uh, but your question is kind of very vague. <laughs> like, yeah. what's my take on AI? Like, uh, mm. Or is it around you at school? I mean, I perhaps it's just because I know a lot of professors and they're worried about students using it to cheat on exams and to do these things. I'm just wondering, from a student's perspective, is it useful? Do people use it to cheat? Or is it just like using a new calculator or it's not really interesting to you? We can talk about something um, else if you don't like it. No, it's, um, it's a talkable topic. <laughs> uh, Like AI is isn't useless because it helps us in very many ways. Uh, most importantly, it makes us like shorten the time. Like yeah, yeah, it helps us earn time. Mm. And I have, and I think technology is for the effectiveness. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the AI is really good at earning us time, so I think it should go on. Mm -hmm. like, I think we should absolutely use this technology for our own good. But about what you've said in having homework done with an AI, mm. yeah, that is not <laughs> a good example to use this technology. So maybe education 
should mo- should move on to having uh assessing uh skills that humans only have apart from AIs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that those kinds of educations are really good. Mm. <laughs> no, no, I agree with you. It, it's hard to to find what humans can do that AI can't. Because it always used to be like AI could do the mathematics and the science, but it couldn't write songs or write poetry or write your exam for you. But now I think it can. Yeah, I th- it, it I think does. It, whether it does it well or not is a different question. But I think if you have a, a five-paragraph writing assignment on something, you can ask ChatGPT mm-hmm. and it will do it for you. Yeah, but it shows, doesn't it? It's yeah. <laughs> like the depth and the chose of the word yeah. and stuff. And I really, <laughs> really hate doing like. Are there really kids, uh, students who does their homework with their AI? I don't know. <laughs> but if the AI mm. gets really advanced and mm. it can measure y- the student's ability to write and write according to those skills, oh, that would be a big problem. So. As I said, the education mm. should move on to different directions. No, 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 it's good. I think it's going that way as well. AI will also give us our, look at this natural segue into the next topic. AI also gives us our MBTIs, Isu. What? AI gives us our... Gives us? Gives us. It, it, it shares with us our MBTIs because we go onto a computer uh-huh. and we answer questions and then the computer tells you your MBTI is... E-F-N-T-P-J or something like this. Oh, but... It, it, do, it doesn't come from a person, does it? It doesn't come from a, uh, a uh, one-on-one conversation. You're talking about big data? Well, uh, yeah, I guess I'm talking about big data. I'm talking uh-huh. about the fact that we okay. put things into a computer mm-hmm. and it gives us a result. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm trying to get us now to the topic of MBTIs. Okay. That's a smooth transition. Yeah, I know. I know. Thank you for helping me along with that. Um, do you know your? You, of course, you know your MBTI. What's your? Do you have one? But I'm not quite fond of talking about MBTIs. <laughs> yeah. You wrote about it in the paper. Yeah, I'm not really fond of it. <laughs> Tell me why you, you're not fond of them. Because MBTI is certainly like a persona. It's mm. it's clearly the same with a certain persona MBTI mm. so the persona can be always the same like when you it sounds to me like when you're asking to me what's your MBTI mm. it sounds to me like what is your persona that never never changes in any <laughs> circumstances <laughs> like what is your or like what yeah. what yeah. faces do you obsess on mm. yeah it, mm. kind, it kind of sounds like that so I don't really, I'm not really fond of it. Yeah. Because your personal, your persona or your attitude changes Mm. every moment. (laughs) But if you, if you insist on asking me what my MBTI is, uh, oh yeah. You you don't have to say it if you don't want to be, no, yeah, yeah, don't say it, don't say it. My MBTI changes every time I do the test. Yeah. 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 When I'm sad, I'm INFP. When I'm, Happy, I'm ENFP, yeah. um, but when I'm with a person who's 
very outgoing and very intuitive, mm. I would be INTJ to support that friend. Okay. S- skills, yeah. I change every time. I don't always know what all the letters mean. Korean people uh, will understand you yeah. completely. So sometimes you're introvert, sometimes you're extrovert. That's what I got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then sometimes you're with other people, your personality changes again to bring out their personality. Yes. What's that last one that you talked about? You said that when you're with other people, it changes to ENTPJ. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I, I know I and E. I know I and E. Yeah, every int- person knows I and E. Yeah. Yeah. INTJ I or ISTJ, I changed to ISTJ or INTJ when uh-huh. the other person is ENFP or INFP. Like, uh-huh. The, so, should I explain to you what that means? No, you don't have to explain to me this. How uh-huh. big are they in young people's lives today, from university and and things like that? Are they are they mm-hmm. common? Was it a fad that's gone away now? Are they <laughs> still? Because I've heard they're in like job applications and people want your MBTI. Oh uh, yeah, that was a kind of a trend yeah. for a short while but it kind of I think it kind of disappeared because it's <laughs> it's a rubbish <laughs> yeah. like why why would you expect a person uh, judge a person by their uh, short person uh, personality yeah mm. personality mm. Uh-huh. so it's a big thing in Korea mm-hmm. it's still a big thing it's a meme for us to ask ourselves are you a T like with this with this oh, there's a gesture with yeah, it as well yeah there's a gesture but okay. is it just for the T you do it or you do it for all the letters yeah it's it, it started from a T because what does T mean T means like you're not no no no, no. <laughs> I don't, I don't <laughs> you think logically not based on feelings uh, Okay, like knowledgeable. Yeah, 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 yeah. Rational. Like when somebody talks to you, oh, I was sad today because there was a car crash in front of me, mm. and the person who has an F personality yeah. feeling would say, oh, how did you feel? Like mm. you were, were you sad? Like it focuses on feeling. Yeah. But T would per- T person would be like. Did they? What charges were against those? Yeah. <laughs> Did you got some money out of it or something like that? And because they are acting very funny and mm-hmm. not very re- relative, yeah. Some people would say, "Are you a T? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God! Why are you so being logic? You can just uh, to me. Yeah, I'm yeah. empathetic. You can be empathetic. Yeah. So that was a meme, and that is. Oh, very close. Close meme. Mm. Uh, From a close present. What Mm. do we say? Yeah, phenomenon. I I can see why you're a little bit uh, skeptical or you don't trust MBTIs because it does categorize people into sort of black or white, into rational or feeling people. Yeah, it segregates people. Yeah, it does. And it puts a label on them. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit worrying. Yeah, but when I was in high school, I was kind of obsessed with MBTIs. Yeah. Okay. That was a oh the the thing I wrote in the column was from a kyofun mm-hmm. uh, from a teaching I've learned from being so obsessed with MBTIs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
What does being obsessed with MBTIs mean? Does it mean like you ask other people or you judge the world on it or you, you write it on your note? But how, how can you be obsessed <laughs> with MBTIs? How does that work? Like, I don't know if you can empathize with no. this kind of view. Like if you have some kind of style or no. some, kind, some kind of your own type, no. you would really favor it and like a fandom, like, oh, my type is ENFP, then mm. I'm energetic, I'm uh, feeling based, and I can make everybody smile. Mm. Oh, I like that. And the person who's really <laughs> immersed in that MBTI would uh, stress this persona for so long, mm. and then they would have a <laughs> mental breakdown, <laughs> like Carl Jung said. Yeah. <laughs> It's interesting, you the persona and the Carl Jung, because this is all BTS, and then Tomorrow by Together is also the uh, hype, yeah. the Bangshi hype. Do you know Yeonju, Yeonjun? Yeonjun. Yeonjun. Do you know his MBTI? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's, his, what's Yeonjun's MBTI? He's ENFP, but he's, yep. he says he's going to INFP. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I guess they say that because then the the people that like E's will like him, the people yeah. that like I's will like him. Yeah. Like people are so into MBTIs these days, mm. they they like it when the topic goes into personal personality traits. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I, I remember first arriving in Korea and people would ask me about my blood type. Ah. <laughs> and I, I'd never heard about it before. Yeah. And, and David, what's your blood type? And I would say, red. <laughs> they would just look at me and you know, that's a terrible <laughs> joke, David. But I had no idea and they and they would judge people based on yeah. blood types. That's the totally same as MBTIs. Yeah, it's the same. Everyone always said to me, David, I think your blood type B. <laughs> <laughs> they would say that to me all the time. Oh, and I was like, that's offensive. Yeah, I know. They were just calling me a bad boy. I was at um, Hannam Starfield, uh, the about on Sunday, which is a big shopping mall. Mm -hmm. um, for those that it's a big shopping mall, and it's really new and it's really modern, and it's got department stores and high end things and toy stores. And in the middle of it, there's a saju, oh, there's a fortune yeah. teller place. This fascinated me because even though Korea is getting really modern and it's getting all this kind of technology and AI and uh -huh. hyper stuff, in the middle of this brand new shopping mall. Mm -hmm. There was a, a fortune teller place and it, it mm -hmm. had tarot, like tarot cards and saju. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was fascinating to see that that's not gone away, yeah, that yeah. it's still here for this generation. Have you ever done um, like uh, a saju or fortune teller? Or is that yeah, a big totally. thing? Oh, really? <laughs> They're very interesting, you know, like they can tell, they can <laughs> tell. <laughs> yeah. So you're definitely I'm an F, really... you're a feeling person. Um, what? <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm just saying like, yeah. uh, but there are, per there are people who really still believes that there is a logic behind these fortune tellings. Mm. Like, you know, Oheng, Saju Oheng, like stuff, like when you first, when you first get out of your mom's mm -hmm. body, yeah. you the at that moment the yeah. what do you say kiyun the atmosphere yeah yeah that would be atmosphere the, or the yeah, yeah the, the, the influence the yeah. influence of surround the surroundings yeah like 
water or fire would get into you. <laughs> Ah, ghee like, is like the the yeah, ghee, yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah. the the energy, ghee, the life yeah, the force, energy. the chi. Yeah, yeah, okay. The energy would yeah. get inside of you yeah. at the moment you have your first breath, and yeah, I didn't you didn't study for the sachu mm. oheng or umyang oheng, but I know there's a study behind the sachu, so I would definitely want to tell you if it's in a. Authentic or authentic, uh-huh. but I can't because I haven't studied for it. I don't know it. Have you been to a fortune teller? No. <laughs> no. Your I, eyes I wouldn't you... pay for it. Okay. But okay. I would see it online, or there's still some stuffs on the newspaper, like the when if you're a young t. Born in the year of the yeah, sheep. Yeah, if you're Capricorn or <laughs> yeah, 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 star sign. Yeah, 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 yeah. star sign or you're Sagittarius. <laughs> Sagittarius. Sagittarius, yeah. you would have a oh, good fortune today, like yeah. stuffs. And if it's good, you believe it, and if it's yeah. not good, you throw it away and check it tomorrow. Yeah, but the fact that it's still in the official newspaper and they are being mm. popular and they are being studied for a very long time, I think there's a reason behind it. So. Mm. I don't think it's very necessary to shun this away from, yeah. Yeah, it's not necessarily that I'm shunning it or I only want things that are yeah. based on hard science. I, I like stories and I like spirituality and mysticism. Um, uh, I, I just didn't <laughs> expect to see them there in the middle of a brand new yeah, uh, shopping mall. But I think that shows my miss perceptions because i think young korean people maybe still do like fortune tellers not they believe mm-hmm. it but it's maybe a sign of fun or it's a sign of just something to do if you're out on a date or if you're just yeah. with your friends maybe last semester uh, two of my students changed their name during the semester uh, and yeah. i thought that you're just nodding and going yeah mm-hmm. and it's interesting to me and that was based on luck and destiny that if they mm-hmm. changed their name their life would be better Mm-hmm. And so they came to me halfway during the semester, and they said, "David, my name used to be uh, Teju, and now it's now it's Juon." But they they changed their name to give them better luck, and that probably came from a fortune teller or something. Mm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just their own personal beliefs. Yeah. I, yeah, we we do many many re- weird stuffs based on many. Uh, Lo- what we think is logic like yeah. some people kill another by thinking that it's a good logic like mm. they can have a good logic <laughs> yeah it's their own beliefs mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah they're no. not hurting everybody anybody <laughs> do you know do you know your star sign oh uh, yeah i was really immersed in stars okay okay like, i was really immersed in many things yeah yeah, <laughs> and one of it was star signs. I studied astrology mm-hmm. for a, a very short while. Yeah. What What is your name? Your name is Isu. Yeah, yeah. Te Isu. Yeah. Isu Te Te Isu. Isu is not a hugely common name, is it? Yeah. I, I there's there's Jisu. It's and a things unique like, name. It's quite a unique mm-hmm. name. Yeah. Well, I like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's very memorable. It has a meaning too. Are we allowed to <laughs> yeah. know the meaning of Isu? Yeah, it's based on the Chinese characters. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> which means uh, 
protect the usefulness? Irom? Mm-hmm. Do you know irobta? Irobta? It's much more, it has much more meaning that than being useful. Mm-hmm. It has a meaning of uh, making pe- humanity good. Mm-hmm. That kind of usefulness? Yeah. Protecting the useful. Maybe I'm living a life based on that name. <laughs> yeah, maybe if they'd give it, your parents are giving you a different name, your life would be different. Or? Yeah, I think there's a fair good reason for that because mm-hmm. if I had a different name, like a common name, like, mm. uh, what do we say? Cholusu. Oh, <laughs> no, Cholusu is the boy's name, but yeah, go on. Chol. Cholusu. Chol, Chol yeah, Chol if I had a name yeah. of Cholusu, then, yeah. then everybody would go, like, if I, uh, when I had. In this life, I mm. have a name of Isu, and mm. they would go like, "Oh, Isu, what is your name? What what does your name mean?" Or, oh, "Your name sounds really pretty," like mm. stuff. And then I get really, I, I get comments from people, and mm-hmm. then I get influenced by that. Yeah. And yeah. then I can I can the live based on that name. Yeah, that is a fair logic. But if I had a common name like Charsu <laughs> then people <laughs> will say Charsu mm, mm. your name is very common yeah yeah did you ever wanted to change your name <laughs> and stuff that then I would be a little bit depressed mm. uh, it's a, just a expect expectation prediction mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. just uh, imagination then it would affect me in some ways like oh uh, maybe I'm not good I- maybe I'm not Uh, loved enough by my parents mm. like I have a common name uh, stuff not saying that common names are not getting loved by their parents but yeah they would have a little little influence on you and mm. I think yeah there's a fair good reason behind naming a good name have you thought of any names for your own children in the future uh, I don't <laughs> even have plans for <laughs> kids yeah, right. yeah it's a long time in the future I guess yeah. Um, <clears throat> on just on this idea of uh, on name, oh, by the way, I I came. I've got a Korean name now. Oh, what is it? <laughs> <coughs> My Korean with well, a family name. The song mm-hmm. is Nam. 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 Yeah, uh-huh. Because I'm Namja. And really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then the next part of the name is Debak. Nam Debak. Uh, Nam Debak. Does, does it have a meaning or something? It's just Debak. Oh, really? Debak. <laughs> 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 yeah, Debak. Mm-hmm. Um, I was speaking to my daughter, uh-huh. uh, Elizabeth, and I said to her, Elizabeth, your friend is coming around tomorrow. Her friend is Sua. And I said, Elizabeth, your friend is coming around tomorrow. That will be fun. And she looked at me and she said, Daddy, that's not my friend. That's my Onni. Uh-huh. And even it fascinated me, Sue, because even though she's only sort yeah. of seven or eight, mm-hmm. and we're speaking in English, so she does both languages. But she said, Daddy, that's not my friend. That's my onni. Yeah. And even from the age of seven, eight, she's already got this idea of there's a difference between like, it's it's sua, but it, it's not her friend. It's her onni. Mm-hmm. And the reason I'm going into this while we're talking about names is that Elizabeth is not allowed to call sua, sua. She she uh, calls her onni. Yeah. That's that's just what she does. And sua yeah. calls Ellie, Ellie, Elia, like <laughs> that. And so yeah. I, let me just find out who was asking you this question. Uh, which was duh, 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 Iris uh, asked on Instagram for your generation and your people, like the using of names and titles mm-hmm. 
now it's becoming more individual, more fragmented. Is it all still sombes and hubes and onnis and uh, mm -hmm. oppas, or is it all just now isus and jiwons and hires? No, it still has onni and sombe. It still has the names. Mm. What do we call them? I'm not sure. Just titles, the, the I think. Titles. Aren't they? Yeah. We still have the titles, and because it has been a very long culture to call someone older your unni or oppa or hyung mm. uh-huh but uh if somebody insists on calling you to be i'm your sonbe call me your sonbe or mm. something like that they would be deemed as konde yeah mm. if they really uh put that in mm -hmm. if, if they really strongly put put that that would be a uh, konde <laughs> yeah in even in Korea, can you? I want you to explain in your in your mind, sombe and then konde. So first, what's konde? a sombe? Sombe is just practically uh, older, somebody who's older than you, like mm. in your age. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Does it imply any kind of different relationship? Or is it just an older person? Because if there is, I'm just because. Mm -hmm. I was trying to explain to some visiting people from New Zealand last week that if we're speaking in English, we can call each other Isu and David and things mm -hmm. like this and no problem. If we go to Korean, yeah. everything changes. Language changes, behavior changes. And so Sombe is an older person, but it brings with it all different kinds of behavior and things. Mm -hmm. Like the the Tondemal, yeah. the honorific. Can you just... Because I think some people listening to this, they might not live in Korea. They might not understand Korea. Like, how do you have to treat sombeis? Or what is a sombeis? Uh, sombeis is like <laughs> from a, like, not, not everybody who has an older age than you. Mm. Just practically a older person in the same group. Mm. Like in the same school or in the same uh workplace mm -hmm. yeah mm. yeah it's just practically <laughs> a title like you can call them onni or hyung but if it's in a official official if it's in an official meeting or it's the sambe has more official atmosphere than onni or mm. hyung mm. and gonde is different <laughs> because it yeah. has a rude meaning to it like Gonde mm. is much more of a demanding person yeah Gonde is a demand Gonde is like um, yeah boomer. it doesn't have to be mm. an older person oh, it can be a younger person yeah that's where the charmkon comes Charm -gon. in yeah, yeah. which yeah. means young Gonde <laughs> yeah and I think Gonde has become, because <coughs> you were talking about this, Gonde has become a term. Uh, are you a little hot right now? Yeah, I'm a little hot. No, I'm okay. Just keep no, going. Oh, disappeared. This oh. one. <laughs> okay. Don't make yourself too cold. <laughs> it's um, okay. I wish I was in shorts and t-shirt today. I've had a busy day. <laughs> um, Gonde is definitely a, a word that's becoming common. I, but Gonde has been around for a while. Mm-hmm. I, I invented the word shigon. 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 
Yeah, Shigon is, uh, you know, if you buy an uh, a Apple Watch or a Samsung Watch or something like this, have you seen these? Yeah. Like a, a Galaxy Watch, it will tell you to stand up and start exercising. Uh-huh. Right? So you ah, Shigekonde? Shigekonde. Shigon. Shigon. Yeah, that was a new term that I invented. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, just gondes in society. But it's interesting to me that gondes can be young. Mm-hmm. And it comes from, I think it comes from just having these different relationships with people in society. From having these fubes and sombes, and I, I'm still not used to it completely. This idea of people being above you and below you, people being. Uh, Titles, not being able to say somebody's name is very interesting to me, Isu. Like having somebody that you know, you know very well, they might be one of your,、uh, like your relatives, your, your sister in law, but you're not allowed to say their name. That's very interesting. They're always a title, but they can say your name.、Yeah. And it creates this very unequal position where one is a name and one is a title. Yeah, you can put it unequal, but when it When, the Korea had, when Korea had a main religion as Confucianism,、mm. they would think these were not being unequal. These were like fairly justice because you have to yeah, protect the elderly and make them feel like they have their own place in、mm. any society. Yes. And the reason I think this culture is still going on is because we deem, yeah, it's, I think it's because it's, ba- it's just a personal, personal opinion, but I think it's based on this Confucianism that ages really matter <laughs>、mm. <laughs> in relationships.、Yeah. And Yeah, and all, all of the person who has the same age shares a common atmosphere. So、mm-hmm. that is why we call our same、uh, other person in the same generation,、mm-hmm. Tongi, you know?、Mm-hmm. Tongi.、Yeah. This is my Tongi, like、yeah. that. It literally means the same energy. <laughs> so I think we have this culture that each generation shares a common energy.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. And. Did you still、so、use all of these、uh, relationships at your、uh, EU high school?、Mm, uh, it was case by case.、Okay. Yeah, some in a club. Yeah. When we're doing a club, yeah, we would have third graders and second graders and first, all of the graders.、Mm. And some clubs would say, well, yeah, uh, mostly all of the clubs in the Uh, the most of the third graders in the club would say, Well, just call me Onni and or just call me by my, our names and、mm-hmm. like that. But yeah, it was case by case. Some pers- some student didn't <laughs> couldn't really handle the pudam of、mm-hmm. calling them by, na- them by their names. or That was me one time. <laughs> yeah, I was a secular person when I was. In middle school, and then I went to high school.、Mm-hmm. So it was a fair、uh, shock to,、yeah. to not call them Sonde. <laughs> That's the interesting thing about it. There's this, because it's not bad. I'm not, I'm not criticizing it so much. I'm just trying to 
yeah, understand it's just it. Different. It's just different, yeah. And um, I think, you know, asking you to explain it is a bit unfair because sometimes it's hard to explain your own culture because it's so natural. Mm-hmm. Right? It, it, because if you ask a fish, what, how is the water? The fish will look at you and say, what is water? You don't yeah. <laughs> realize the environment you're in. Everything is so normal to you. Mm-hmm. And um, this idea, you talked about this pudam, this uh, like burden, yeah. I guess. If you ask, if like sometimes if I ask a Korean, if they're younger than me, just call me David in Korean. They say, I say, yes, <laughs> professor. Like you can't, even if they ask them to do it, it's, it's still really hard. Yeah, there's I still this, call you professor. <laughs> yeah, there's this internal thing that kind mm. of block. It's, and like I say, it's not good, it's not bad, it's just different. Mm-hmm. And it's a very fundamental difference about Korean society. Mm-hmm. And someone, I, I, I want to try to get through some of these questions because I did like them. Somebody asked, um, do, this was from Julia, do young people want less Confucianism and less capitalism? Uh, my do, answer would be yeah. less Confucianism and more capitalism. <laughs> Spoken like a true Korean yeah. Gen Z. Yeah, <laughs> because... Yeah. Uh, less Confucianism is fairly simple because there was once a time when Songlihak or Gongja Confucianism mm. was a big religion in mm. South Korea. Like there was a very taught converse. Uh, what do we say? Uh, arguments between what is Yi and what is Ki. Right. <laughs> yeah. It, there was this kind of fiery arguments back in the Joseon dynasty. It's kind of like the MBTI people, isn't it? Asking whether, you know, is the material force or the abstract principle, that's E and G yeah. in those arguments. It's kind of like the, the, the T's and the F's it's, arguing. It's very abstract. <laughs> abstract. <laughs> and yeah, I was, I was having a hard time understanding that those things when mm. I was doing the admissions test. I studied ethics, yeah. And there were times that those kinds of Confucianism were very important. But nowadays, like, many alternative schools are being uh, raised and Mm. kind of a university that... uh, (laughs) For that... That stands for uh, equality, yes. n- not not that kind of an segregation between <laughs> ages mm. or getting raised up. And so less Confucianism nowadays, but more capitalism because many Gen Z and millennials and also you, you yourself said money, like money is very important important and I think capitalism's main value is effectiveness mm-hmm. shortening the time to everything and and currently South Korea is having a trend of warabel mm. work life balance work life balance and sohakeng oh my god sohakeng is a short but small but definite happiness yeah yeah Short, yeah, like in a like just an definite happiness in a short time. Yeah, very uh, definite, isn't it? Yeah, good for eh, very standing up for effectiveness Mm. and like 
many Koreans are wondering, I uh, like scheduling their uh, spare times mm-hmm. to uh, spare make uh, trying struggling to make time uh, struggling to make their spare times to a content in a YouTube channel and stuff like that. Mm. So stuff like that. So I think more capitalism. Is a good thing, yeah. Yeah. I, before we go to capitalism, just with Confucianism, just to finish that, because Confucianism used to be like uh, Li and Gi and abstract principles and philosophers arguing with each other and that. Mm-hmm. But now Confucianism you understand as like ketchings and hierarchies and uh, relationships mm-hmm. and order. And so for you, that is Confucianism in the modern day. I think that those are the traces yeah. of Confucianism. And so less of that. Mm-hmm. That's kind of hard to get out of Korea, though, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It, it's very difficult. And even now, I've been here longer and longer. I find myself becoming more Confucianism, more mm-hmm. Confucianist. I find this idea of, uh, this is from Chang Gyeong Sop Gyosunim, um, of Yang Ban Hua. Uh-huh. The Yangbanization of society. We're all slowly becoming more and more like Yangban and we have to bow to each other and use the nice language and things like this. It's mm-hmm. it's very difficult, but it's very different from the way that I grew up where you can just call people John and Peter and mm-hmm. Samantha and Elizabeth and here it's yeah, uh, uh, yeah. It's very different. But more capitalism. Mm-hmm. More capitalism. So socialism is not a thing amongst the youth here. Uh, I think it's case by case, yeah, but yeah. less less conversations. I mm. I expect. I think. Is there anything about um, just while we're on money? There's this trend of being very frugal. There's this trend of not spending money much these days. Uh, you want yeah. like real value for money, so you want the big cheapest coffee you can find. Mm-hmm. Or I know you don't drink as much coffee, but yeah, I it, drink coffee. Oh, you drink coffee? Yeah, I, I drink cold brew or. Lungo. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. you have very specific coffees yeah. that you drink. Yeah. How many do you want a day? Not much. Not much? Okay. Once a month. <laughs> One coffee a month? Yeah, yeah. Not that many. Like. That's not many at all. Yeah. I don't think it's necessary to put in so much caffeine. Yeah. Oh, I drink many tea, by the way. Okay, okay. Uh-huh. Two coffees a day for me, which I think is reasonable. So I, <gasps> Two coffees I a day. I guess you don't drink any sort of monster drinks or Red yeah, Bull or High Six or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Mm. That makes you quite unique, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I see a lot of my students with monster and energy drinks and things like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you, you know yeah. the interesting thing, Isu? Mm-hmm. It's the students with all the energy drinks that are always the most tired. Yeah. You know, you like the physicists what do you say? The physicists are were the most burdened people, they say. <laughs> <laughs> what you, what do you, you mean? Sorry, I don't understand the that one. Ah, uh, shimli, uh, the psychologists. Yeah, psychologists. Yeah. What, what did I say? Physicists. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. We got there in the end okay, together. Okay, okay. We, we shimli, don't have two apples. Yeah, we have two ideas. were the most person who are mo- most hurt. Yeah. The psychologists have the most mental problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I can believe yeah, that's that. That's how the world goes, I yeah. think. I reckon Freud had a lot of problems with his mum or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, absolutely. That must be like that, yeah. Um, 
we had a couple of list of questions here that we, yeah. we haven't done yet. Let's go all of them. Hmm. <laughs> or very quickly, I think. Um, romance. Uh-huh. Love. Uh, Korean people aren't having kids. There's all this stuff going on. There's a... Uh, I read an article, which I'm not sure I agreed with, that... Uh, Barbie, the Barbie movie in Korea wasn't popular because feminism is so strong and all of this. And uh, what's what's your take on love and romance amongst young Korean Gen Zs? Mm. Are we in a crisis of love here? Is it a, a people have stopped falling in love? People have stopped dating or that's just media talk and teenagers and 20s are still young and interested in all of that stuff i don't know all of the <laughs> successful stuffs like i don't know the whole picture but mm -hmm. as far as i've seen i think most people are getting very wrong or uh, wrong visions <laughs> should i say that or uh, wrong visions about love or mm. Yeah, they ha they seem to have more personalized view of love. I said it very abstract, but to put it more specifically, I put it mm. in a column. Mm. Like there are two ways that the recently people Korean Generation Z would view romance. They would first first of all view romance as um, something out of a love program mm -hmm. uh-huh like they would they would view an imagery a specific imagery and see that as a love hyper real love and mm. the second is nangman <laughs> which, which you said you didn't couldn't just on that first one you mean it's like so they'll watch a, a k-drama and see this beautiful depiction of love or they'll watch a movie and they'll think that's yes. what love is love is that beautiful thing on screen yeah and mm. mm -hmm. and, uh, and i had mm. many friends who said that they didn't feel that kind of a connection like those fluttery c connections mm. in that are described in k-dramas mm -hmm. and they think that wasn't love and <laughs> they would want to end this relationship <laughs> because of that. Yeah. If it's not Hyunbin standing there giving you the nunbit or something, then it's not real love because it doesn't compare to the K dramas. Yeah, I think many people are spending the imagery mm. as a love. <laughs> yeah, and the second one is a alternative love, which means, which practically means, uh, finding your. Chimmy, uh, hobby, hop, hobby, finding your hobby, and and that is called nangman in Korean, which you said you didn't clearly understand. Yeah, because it just means well, but, but it means romance, but it doesn't mean yeah, romance. Yeah, it, yeah, it translates into romance, yeah. but it doesn't really mean romance. Yeah, it means. <laughs> what does it mean, Isu? Come on, teach me, nangman. It means <laughs> not. Uh, I think it means apart from realistic problems apart from it uh. like like we have many realistic problems and stuff like debt <laughs> don't have a debt but debt 
uh, homework or stuff I had to do for job. Mm. But apart from those, mm. I have this kind of mm, my stuffs to do alone in my home, mm. and that's. That is like a hobby, but not a total hobby. It's like their nangman, their romance. It's their own romance. <laughs> yeah, so I would define this nangman. All the dictionary says, uh, it means um, thinking apart from logic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it. It says it describes Nangman as that, but I, yeah, I think Nangman is the same thing as it described. So there's things that you have to do in society, like there's your homework and uh-huh. there's your there's your chores, and you don't have to pay taxes, I guess. But there's all these taxes. There's things yeah, you yeah. have to do, like a kanyang pilsu obligations. But your Nangman is the things at home. Is like just. Watching YouTube is just—is that—is that, is that well, It can be watching YouTube, but it's yeah. more, more personalized. Like okay, like it what? has more personality. I think. Okay. Like, um, for example, um, being uh, my nangman, for example, yeah, that, yeah, is that. sitting in front of a sun. Yeah. When it's two a.m. Yeah. Two p.m. Two p.m. Yeah. And writing a diary. Yeah. That is my nangman. It's more personalized than watching, just watching YouTube. If, like hobby, if like a hobby is watching a YouTube, nangman mm. is more of a watching a mm. specific content, mm. like watching a fox video of, yeah. I heard the word foxen today. That. You have one ox, and then the plural of if you have many oxes, it's oxen. But if you have one fox, it's not foxes; it's foxen. Ooh, what's what's okay. the, I like the sound of the word foxen. It should be a word. What's the difference between sohakeng uh-huh. and nangman? Sohakeng and nangman. Because sohakeng sounds like writing your diary in the sun. No. Pe- no, 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 no. No, you're you're saying definitely not right. So, what's yeah. the difference between a sohakeng? It can this be. small but definite happiness. And nangman, which is kind of this thing that you like doing, that's very personal. Yeah, nangman is a thing you would like to do, but mm. that is, uh, but more in a personalized, personalized way. Mm. But sohakeng is just, uh, I think it's not related. I think it's just a part. It's just different terms. Like sohakeng is just, oh. Uh. Just having a definite happiness in a short period amount of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just or a short or a small actions you take. Mm. Uh-huh. So if I like putting my feet up on my desk and reading books when I go home, mm-hmm. so when I've done all the work and I've done all some grading, I've prepared some PPTs, I've done my emails, and I like to put my take off my shoes and put my feet on the desk and read books. That can be that can be my nangman. Yeah, it is. If you think it's your nangman. Okay, I think I I, I slowly understand the word. It it, yeah. it, it feels yeah. very distant from the i the topic or the idea of romance, though. Yeah. Yeah. It's it has a meaning of romance, yeah. but it's not definitely a romance. <laughs> yeah. 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 It, 
it's weird. Yeah. It is weird. Yeah. yeah. Is that replacing romance in society? Oh, uh, like many people nowadays in more modern society mm. are finding their own nangmans. I think. Mm. Like, I think some some friend of mine thought that the term nangman was. Mm. An excuse for not having a romance mm. in their lives, like mm-hmm. some, yeah. <laughs> I I uh, I can't judge it. I only just learned the term, but yeah, yeah. okay, okay. Is that j- just before we move on? If we stay on romance, is it feels ridiculous to ask, but I want to ask from your perspective as a Gen Z. Dating and and romance not it doesn't have to be about you personally, but with your friend group and the people around you. How how does dating work for Gen Z in South Korea and boyfriends and girlfriends and somul tanangod? I don't really know because uh, I have a very uh, different perspective from the. <laughs> I think I have a very mm. different perspective from other Gen Zs. But I figure then Generation Zs are uh, deeming dating mm-hmm. as some kind of marketplace, I think. Uh, I've read this from a book uh, called The Art of Loving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I know the book. Yeah. We we've done it in a. <laughs> I think class. I might have introduced. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, in some of my materials, yeah. Yeah, but I think we are slowly becoming to deeming romance as a consume a consume a consumation consumation mm. con- what do consumption consumption consumption, mm. yeah, like we can replace our. <laughs> um, what do we say? Boyfriends and girlfriends, mm-hmm. as other persons, if they have a better skill or, yeah, I think we are becoming more and more viewing romance and love as judging people by their abilities, mm. more of an instrumental beings rather than yeah, special beings by themselves. Doesn't sound very romantic. Yeah. Mm. Sounds like consumption. <laughs> it does, yeah. yeah. Maybe that's the capitalist element of it, where we're all looking for efficiency and productivity and things mm-hmm. like this, that naturally some of it will bleed into love. Yeah. That, you know, that, that will happen. I, I think it's only recently that people have started you know, marrying and dating for love. That's, that's kind of a new thing. You, you, you have this idea that people have always mm-hmm. fallen in love and they've married who they love, but that's kind of like a 20th century invention. Before that, there was lots of arranged marriages. You marry this person, Mm -hmm. you marry this person. You didn't marry or date who you wanted, you marry or dated who you were told. And love is this kind of, we're still dealing with love as a concept, I think, in society. It's still Mm -hmm. there. I I forget who said it, Uh, a French thinker said that, if we had never heard of the concept of love, we wouldn't fall in love. We fall in love because we think that's what we're expected to do. That's what we've heard about. But love is this thing that uh, mm. is played out in society. And love might be different in the future, just as it was different in the past. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's, 
it's it's weird that that also sounds very unromantic love is meant to be this beautiful eternal thing that lasts <laughs> for, lasts forever between people but i i think it changes with society uh, seems to me seems to me but the thing you said about love being romantic and eternally cannot be like it, it can uh it can, can uh, 아닐 수도 있습니다라는 mm. 걸 어떻게 말하지 what, it can be like that? Yeah. Mm. It can be or not be like that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Love can be some kind of a very mm, daily lives, in our daily lives. Mm. Yeah. Like, you uh, sparking up conversations and having a smooth transition can be a meaning love <laughs> for me like that. Yeah. Yeah, it can be. I gave the the sajang in here one of these apple juices when uh -huh. I came in because I hadn't seen him for a month. That could be and love. That could be love. Yeah, that could be a form of love, I think. That could be a form of love. Yeah. I I heard this I read this sentence in Nietzsche really recently, mm -hmm. Nietzsche. Um and it, it, I've been thinking about it for so long because I don't know the answer to it. I did ask an Italian professor. <laughs> we were very drunk on Friday night. His name is Luca. And he said he agreed with it, but I'm not sure if he would agree with it when he was sober. The, the sentence was this. I'm sorry for giving it to you, but I want to think about it loudly, which was, um, there are no moral phenomena. There are no moral events. Mm -hmm. there, are, there are only moral interpretations of phenomena. So there are no moral events. There are only our personal moral mm. interpretations of events. So yeah. nothing that happens is moral. The morality comes in our interpretation of these events. I think that comes from relativism. Yeah, yeah. It's mm -hmm. a form of relativism. And it sounds kind of, but I'm not sure whether I agree with it or not. Because I think about it and I'm like, yeah, I think that's true, actually. I think because I might see an act and I think this it's mm -hmm. immoral and somebody else might see it and say that's very moral mm -hmm. our, our differences we mm -hmm. might have different interpretations and so i think it's right yeah. but then but then <laughs> but then i think no there is morality there is goodness mm -hmm. there is there is there is uh there is love and there is uh beauty and feeling in the world yeah. and then i wonder if that's just me being old-fashioned and optimistic that that is what i <laughs> confuse on too like yeah, if there is a absolute ethical truth, mm. is there or is there not? Yeah, I confuse on that very lot, <laughs> and I really under I I think I'm on the same page as you because I read this once in a book called The Righteous Mind by Jonathan Haidt. Do you know this book? It's a good book. Uh -huh. I like it. Oh yeah, there was this uh, social experiment mm -hmm. on Indonesia, oh, Indo India, India, mm -hmm. India citizens mm -hmm. in this small country called Os. I can't remember the name, but it started with O, mm -hmm. and it I think it had six or five letters in it, and those. I was really <laughs> shocked when they said uh, s small violations like not uh, not wearing kyobok 
uniform. Yeah, not wearing uniform to mm. school. Mm. They deem it as like an absolute ethical wrongness. Mm-hmm, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they deem it as that. They had a very strong sense of moral s- and kind of stuffs. Yeah, and I was really shocked. Like what you like what you have described like it's it seems that there is a difference between what is moralness morality mm-hmm. but it seems like there can be an absolute moral truth mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah the, uh, I, I, And those ideas of uh, haircuts or uniforms or things, for example, in North Korea today, you know, appearance is a political act. Your haircut would be a political act. (gasps) Really? (laughs) It would be the same in South Korea during the 1970s or 80s if you had long hair Mm. or things like this. It was was seen as not just a bad haircut, but it would be seen as traitorous to the nation or, you know, it would Mm -hmm. be seen as not just disrespectful, but like really strong. That was a moral. (laughs) Yeah. That was once a moral. Yeah, something, a moral thing that you should not do. I was uh, looking at this one group of people. I forget where they were. I must apologize. But I think it was in Brazil. And the people there in this small tribe, they had no concept of numbers above two or three. Mm-hmm. So they're one of the only people in the world that have no concept of numbers. So they have like just in terms of amount, they have a small amount, a medium amount or a large amount. Oh, that's really. But they don't have really one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, uh-huh. nine, ten. And so if you put like and they did these experiments where they put like three metal poles down mm-hmm. and the people could match them, three metal poles. But if they put six or seven, sometimes they put eight and sometimes they put five. Mm-hmm. So it didn't matter the exact amount. They didn't have the concept mm-hmm. Of numbers they hadn't been taught it their society didn't need it maybe we're coming at the question completely wrong like is there an absolute morality or is (laughs) it all relative maybe that's the completely wrong question Mm -hmm. do you know maybe that's where we need interdisciplinary stuff maybe we need someone else to come along and go that's the wrong way to think about it you've got the, the hegemony all wrong or maybe it's it doesn't matter whether there is or there isn't, it matters whether you believe it or it matters how it manifests. Uh, I, I, I'm not sure. One day we'll get to the bottom of this. But until <laughs> then, we'll keep thinking about it. But it, it has been a really long history. <laughs> like, nobody figured... Uh, someone could have figured it out, but for mostly everyone didn't knew. I think... Uh, I mean, in that book, the... The coddling of the is the righteous mind. He wrote too, the Jonathan Haidt. He mm-hmm. gives the example of the um, the elephant, the rider on the elephant, yeah. right? Uh, oh, was that based on Hume? Yeah, yeah I think so. Uh-huh. Yeah, we are reason is but slave to the emotions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This idea of Hume in that um, not very good issue that we we have an emotional reaction to something and then that leads us and then we ad hoc mm-hmm. afterwards. Then we mm-hmm. use the rationality. Yes. I think in terms of how you answer this question, it, are there moral phenomena? Is there an absolute morality? I think sometimes our answers might be generated by our emotional responses to content and culture, to books and to movies and to songs and or, or to an experience in a in a mountain range or a cathedral or with a loved one that we have this emotional response to something. 
and we use that as the basis for our answer. Oh, That's why okay. I think if you if you have this vision of this society you were talking about earlier, that it would be really interesting to present it in art, to present it in song, to present it in poetry, because then that's what people resonate with. Mm -hmm. That's the way to communicate with people, uh, with stories. Mm. Stories are a good way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we went from romance to Hume very quickly. I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't know how we got to romance with Hume. Yeah. Does your subscriber... <laughs> Uh, have a large mind. Yeah. I, I think everybody's different. I think everybody's different, well, but you do if you're quoting Hume at me. <laughs> That's very good. Shall we yeah. hit some of these questions before we run out of time? Let's do this. Uh, from Silk Inc. on Instagram, Isu. Mm -hmm. What are your main worries and your main pleasures? As a Gen Z or as a personal... I think either, but it would be interesting, I think, because we've been quite personal um, mm -hmm. as, as Isu. Yeah. Your main worries, your main pleasures as a young person in society, as an individual, but not as a statistic. I think my personal worries or pleasures uh. are really influenced by how Korean Generation Z are thinking because capitalism, yes, I, <laughs> I worry a lot about how to not live outside and <laughs> yeah how to live a stable life mm. yeah that these are my main worries mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and my main pleasures this can be personal are come from when i'm being authentic yes mm -hmm. It's all about personas, I think. When you, uh, it's really hard to be authentic in universities. Mm. You have to censor out those radical thinking of yours. Yeah, it can be a manner to some people, and it should be a manner in some ways, but. Being authentic and having to have my own time and having a catharsis <laughs> by myself. Mm. Yeah, that is a main pleasure of mine. So you do a lot of self-censoring when you're in society? Not you, you that You see these like, radical thoughts or something at university. <laughs> like, it's just these things that you want to say, but you don't because it's impolite or people will take it the wrong way? Not kind of that way. Like, I'm relatively more uh, open, like, saying much more stuff mm. than other people, other students. But sometimes those kind of stuffs, mm. what I'm passionate about, what mm. I'm, like, my pedagogy and stuff doesn't interest other people that much or doesn't... Uh, affect them that much so i just mm. <laughs> keep it to myself and, oh well that's my pedagogy and you can live your own way and mm -hmm. yeah it's hard it's i think what i'm saying is it's hard to find a people who's passionate about sharing s ideas mm. in this uh, con uh in this country i i don't think 
uh, I'm not trying to. Hmm. Yeah. Urban ha. Mm-hmm. Generalize. Generalize. Yeah. Do you think people? Is it a lack of passion? Is it a fear, or is it just their passion is to have no passion? So you find this uh, this inability to. Because I, I, I'm similar. I, I love having <laughs> long <laughs> you see conversations. You yeah, yeah. It's it, it's righteous just, minds. Yeah, that kind of thing. But mm -hmm. I enjoy it because I feel that you can get into someone's head that way, and you can find out uh, what's going on with people, and you can explore mm -hmm. ideas uh, beyond surface level. Not everybody's like that, though. Definitely mm -hmm. not. Um, do you think that the people around you are not like that because? It's they're scared to have ideas that they might get criticized. I mean, like cancel culture and being wangda can be quite serious. Mm. I think is it is it they're scared? Is it just they have no passion? Is it just kenyang sabasa? It's just MBTIs and personalities. I think it's complicated. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I yeah, think yeah, it's. Yeah. I th I don't think we can define the reason. Mm definite reason for this like what i've heard in the other class from a professor uh she said that many phenomenons doesn't don't have a definite reason mm -hmm. like they're all the citizens or the political stuffs or the scientific environments are all merged into a one story mm. so you can blame on one subject entirely for that so i really <laughs> stand with this opinion mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, the students are can be or cannot be passionate but the reason behind can be that the pedagogy of our society was mm. not that uh, good enough like they weren't evoking communications between human uh, people mm. and and the reason behind that pedagogy can be because our society has had a very fast growth in a short amount of time right uh-huh so i i don't think we can make uh, one reason for that phenomenon yeah, if I had been in another school, mm. uh, another high school, another than alternative, like if I had been in, in a general high school, I would have not been here. <laughs> yeah, right. I would have been a very quiet student in a university, mm. just studying whatever professor gives me. Any any thoughts of becoming a teacher? <laughs> I had. Yeah, you and had, I'm, but what? And I'm having it. Yeah. yeah. But my main uh, project, main goal is yeah. to build this yeah. future environment. Yeah. Yeah. As I said before. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I love it. I love it. I support I support and this maybe plan of if yours. I if I'm over with this project, maybe I can become <laughs> <a> <laughs> Yeah, I really Once like you've teaching the world, stuff. Then you become a yeah, teacher. Because yeah. my main focus is on changing the environment. It's very rewarding to be a teacher. Uh-huh. <laughs> because you see people change. 
Mm. You you can change people as a teacher. Yeah, but yeah. some people don't really change. That's because all the good people don't become teachers, Isu. Uh -huh. They go off doing different things. If, <laughs> if if more good people became teachers, then mm. the pedagogy would be more would be more widespread. But no, no, keep going with your vision. That's okay, that, okay. that's a good thing. Does it have a name yet? We keep coming back to this. What name? Your vision for changing the environment, this uh, place oh. where people can all talk to each other, creating a new uh, a seron dongne or something, <laughs> yeah. like a new neighborhood or something. I don't really have a name. It feels very burdened to have. <laughs> yeah, it's got to have a name, though. The name <laughs> might change over time. What do you think it will be called? If it will be very boring. Yeah. Like. <laughs> uh, sustainable and a friendly environment. Yeah. Sustainable and friendly 의식주, which means habitant and... <laughs> Do you know what sustainable and friendly environment spells as an acronym? Sustainable, friendly environment. SFE. Sustainable and friendly environment spells... Safe. Spells safe. Safe man, safe. Ooh. Yeah, it works. It works in some ways. It works Ooh. in some ways. Did you yeah. thought of that right? Just no, right now. You thought of it. I didn't uh, think of it. You oh thought really? of it. That was your word. Oh my God! I'm a genius. <laughs> uh, yeah, some way, some oh. somewhere in there, somewhere in there. Um, <laughs> your your pleasure is doing that. Your your worry, just to come back to this, your worry is money. Yes. Worry is money. How? Yeah. how I, it, it's personal talk about money, I guess, but. Is it getting, I mean, because Korea's rich, it, it's got this Samsung and in the past there was such poverty and people would ask me, David, like, did you eat and things like this? This was when I first <laughs> was came. Was that really from poverty? Well, I'm not sure if it was, but mm. there was genuine poverty mm -hmm. in the country. Okay, okay. People used to greet each other. People don't do that anymore. No, they do. Oh, they, really? They yeah. still do that? If, if they, if I didn't have lunch they would catch me for lunch <laughs> then we should have a one together yeah like. we should have lunch together but I, <laughs> I think people used to just say it as kind of like an insa insa yeah yeah it's like a do you know I, I worked out the, the word i was studying my hanja my uh, chinese characters mm -hmm, the other mm -hmm. day and the word insa means people work and, uh -huh, it, and okay. it feels like that sometimes doesn't it like greeting or meeting people Oh, going out in society, uh -huh. it feels like work sometimes. When you're feeling particularly introverted, when you're at home, like going out and meeting people and shaking hands and doing these things, the insahanangot, the, the mm -hmm. greeting, it, it feels like people work sometimes. Oh, the Chinese character means... Those. Yeah, it means people mm. work. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but money for you is, is the problem. Because yes. it seems so rich and it seems like this place is amazing now. The Korea? Mm. Mm. Yeah, but <laughs> as we've as we've said it before, work-life balance and mm. cutting, like we should have <laughs> a stable and stable future behind us. So we could. I I think the reason behind this is because I we're all afraid of failures, getting out into these mm. uh, outside not having a home mm. not having a safe home too 
safe nurse. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a part-time job? No, my my parents Congratulations. don't. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> my parents don't like me having a job. Yeah. So early because they think they can. I I can use my time mm. more worthy than doing labor for in a very young age. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think that's quite common here. Yeah. I think yeah. a lot of people don't have part-time jobs here. Oh, no, they have. Okay. Oh. I, obviously I some know. people do have part-time jobs yeah. because they're working in coffee shops and convenience yeah. stores and people do have part-time jobs. I I I just feel like there is a focus for people to study more don't have a part-time job because you should be studying you should be focusing either on mm -hmm. your your sunung exam or your studies or yeah. things like this so even if people aren't very rich or very poor the focus should be on education not doing a part-time job that's what i i feel from my perspective in society oh uh, but <laughs> yeah this is case by case for like sure, yeah. that that could be a general meaning what by making uh, young people do not have have a part-time job mm. but I think my parents were aiming at making me a strong person by myself like mm -hmm. read many books as when you have time <laughs> yeah. yeah what are you reading at the moment at the moment uh, what have you read recently uh, oh. I'm reading a comic book with of a Sejong Wang Jokshilok, you know. Okay, King Sejong the Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There, uh, the Kirok, uh, the Kirok, like the records, yeah, or the memory, the, the animals, or something. The record, yeah. the records of the Joseon Dynasty, mm. as in comic, and mm -hmm. it's really fun. But I'm a Gen Z, so yeah. I spend time in SNS. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. So yeah, <laughs> not very into reading but i'm trying to uh, yeah it's good to read something it's good to have you know th that yeah. habit i think we all want to like we go to the shop and we buy five books or we get some books and then mm -hmm. we sit down and we put on some music <laughs> we light a candle is and then we sit there with a the book <laughs> no 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 but this is the image i i have of students and young people and i tell them to read and reading's brilliant they go and get a book and they get all set up and they read and they read for about two minutes and then they're like yeah. And they're tired and they can't do it anymore. But that's that's natural. The first time you yes. read two minutes, that's the second time you read three minutes, and then the third time you only read one minute and you go backwards. <laughs> yeah. But, the chakshim Yeah, but then you keep going and you keep going and it it becomes easier. Right? You have to have a muscle for reading. I think so. I yeah. think so. Or you need to have a subquan. Or you need to have a you need to have this thing that yeah, you just do it. You just do it. Um my parents made me they didn't make me but they encouraged me we grew up quite affluent we had you know we grew up very comfortably um i i've had a job since i was 14. oh i've been working since i was 14. that's very young yeah is it even you you meant to work from 16 but i had paper rounds then yeah. i worked down the docks uh, then i worked in like electronic shops uh, i worked on the boats I've always, and I've, I've seen so many different things. That's why when sometimes people ask me, David, is it okay to do like 10 hours of lectures a day? 
Like, no. <laughs> this is this is so easy. Like, yeah, piece of cake. It, 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 genuinely, compared to what I've done mm. in the past, it seems to... because I've done so many like of those jobs and met so many people. It, it, lecturing and, and 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 television and radio is just so easy, so easy compared to that. Mm. Mm -hmm. I think it's important sometimes to work. I think you need to do jobs that suck to yeah. make you realize the good things that you have. I really see the both sides of what my parents are saying yeah, and oh what yeah, you're yeah. saying. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> but I, it's really hard to do the labors. Yeah. But I have to because like what Nietzsche says, what gives you pain gives you growth. Mm. What doesn't kill you gives you growth. Mm. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I yeah, <laughs> those kinds of experiences are really necessary. I think it is, but it's so hard. <laughs> I think that's the point, that it's hard, that yeah. it sucks. And yeah. the, I think Generation Z is the most... Omsal, you know Omsal? I know Jasal, what's Omsal? Uh, it it's sal? not suicidal. No, no, okay, no, no, no. It doesn't what's mean omsal? death. Yeah. It means like there was, there was only mm. a short... Uh, small pain but the reaction to that pain was like mm. oh it really really hurt mm. man like mm. that yeah that is called omsal in korea mm. what does yeah. the om because like there's momsal so yeah, what, what, what's is completely different om? Uh, what's I the think, om what's the om i think the suffering the sal meaning yeah. suffering yeah yeah i guess has the part. same meaning what's the with om momsal and omsal and chasal yeah but omsal Omsung Thurda? Do you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just looked at me and you were like, no, yeah. you're not gonna. I knew Gusong Jui. I, I got yeah, one right for that you. Is that, that's really a pretty good fantastic. one. That's a pretty good that's one. That's fantastic. Yeah, Tom Tom. I'll get there uh -huh. in the end slowly. Omsar is like. Fussing? Fussing? Being flustered or something? Um, having a big reaction. Yeah, yeah. But when, when it's a really small stuff that influencing you i get it i get it i think generation z is mm, relatively having more arms heart than mm. other <laughs> other uh, generations i see that in that i think uh <laughs> here we go into latin and malia back in my day that i i feel that society is becoming safer and i know our perspectives might differ mm -hmm. so I, i'm going to respect your position i feel like society is generally becoming safer in terms of there's less pyantes uh, on the subway. There's mm -hmm. less uh, sort of sexual predators touching and groping people. There's less violence in the streets. Mm -hmm. I think society is much safer mm -hmm. than in the 90s and in the 80s and mm -hmm. in the 70s. People used to smoke on airplanes and things like this. Mm -hmm. it, was, it was very different. But I think society today is safer, but people feel more pulan or anxiety. Mm-hmm. I, 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 that's the sense I get and you I don't know if this is too much uh, Gobek or something or TMI but you spoke to me about a fear of being out at night time yeah 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 yeah, mm -hmm. yeah can you speak maybe a little bit about your fear or your anxiety or about safety mm. I think it this fear relates to fragment to uh, fragmentation mm. Because some people, <laughs> like these days, recently, many random, what do we say, random killings, mm. 
are happening mm. around in South Korea. Mm. And those people had really radical opinions about feminism or radical beliefs. Yeah, and mm. I think this relates to the Generation Z's fragmentation. Like, people are getting really fragmented fragmented and they have their own strong beliefs by themselves and not trying to uh, communicate with others to check if they're having a good opinion or not mm. yeah i yeah because this this generation is being <laughs> fragmented i'm using fragmented very much but being fragmented fragmented uh these kinds of red people with radical beliefs are appearing appearing and doing this random killings mm. and what was I going what was I going for and it, 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 you genuinely feel quite scared yeah. Uh, I uh. think there there is there are appearing new kinds of unsafetyness mm -hmm. based on this personality trait mm. of the new generation mm. Uh -huh. mm. by the way once once you go home you'll think of all these different synonyms for different words for fragmented yeah. you'll start seeing them but only only once the podcast is finished uh -huh. then you'll see the new words that's the okay. way that's the way that always works um is it a gender thing is, is it related to gender now now you're a young woman Mm -hmm. Does does that increase the fear? Does that increase it? Or do you think it's... I think it increases the fear because I'm a woman. I <laughs> kind of wish I can be a man in some circumstances. What kind of man would you be? Uh, not I don't think there is a kind of a man. <laughs> I, I just <laughs> wish I yeah. had another sexuality when there's circumstances like uh going in small alleys streets yeah streets sorry and dark alleys and stuffs uh yeah when i'm having a meeting with a group of men that i haven't met before mm. uh, that i don't have an insight uh <laughs> yeah I wish at in those circumstances I can be a man mm. because I would feel safer <laughs> with those sexual harassments and yeah mm. and there are people out there that has uh, very different beliefs about wrong beliefs about feminism like mm. feminism is all about equality but there are some people who argues that feminism is a kind of a theory that uh, a the perspective that says woman is more uh, greater <laughs> than mm -hmm. men mm -hmm. but that is totally not what feminism is standing for and because there are many people who have strong beliefs against and wrong beliefs about feminism i yeah the fact that i am a woman mm. 
this makes me unsafe at some times. It, it's kind of it's depressing or sad that people would feel unsafe in society because I think that's the minimum that we should give people that yeah. uh, you can feel safe. What does feminism mean to Isu? This is an explosive. I, I was I was I was I was not sure that I should use the word with you because feminism in Korea can be quite an explosive word. Yeah, but I, I'm personally quite think comfortable. Think that's with a it. really wrong phenomenon to happen. Like, yeah, but I read I many you. books about feminism and. Mm. It definitely says it's about equality and not about feminine, it, even if it says feminism. Mm. Yeah, so I, th I don't know why you asked me the personal meaning of feminism, but... Huh? Well, I, I, in, yeah. in my classes, I, I, I teach I, six yeah. different... Oh, no, go on, you speak. What I've studied yeah, is yeah, it's all about equality. Mm-hmm. Mm no, I, I, I completely agree. The the idea of liberal feminism, that uh, men and women deserve political, cultural, social, legal equality, mm -hmm. and that our gender um, or our hair color or our eye color or our skin doesn't matter, that mm -hmm. we should be equal before the law yeah. uh, and equal in society. Absolutely. That, that idea of liberal feminism is very big. Mm -hmm. There's also Marxist feminism, there's standpoint feminism, post-colonial. There's, there's many different theories of oh. feminism, Isu. Um, I, yeah. uh, one of the questions that I ask my students when we cover feminism is, is kind of, uh, are men and women the same or are men and women different? Can we, can we ever understand each other? Can we ever, mm -hmm. like, can a man understand a woman? Can a woman understand a man? Or does our biology make us kind of different creatures? And I think that that's a very... Mm -hmm. What I've noticed is that in Korea, many people focus on the biological differences. Mm -hmm. And I think this comes from Confucianism. That mm -hmm. uh, oh, men and women yeah. are different. They have different biologies. They should be kind of treated a little bit differently. And mm -hmm. Whereas Western Europe has this liberal approach that doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman. We all have like a, a rational mind and we can communicate with each other this way. Yeah. Um, and I find it fascinating. I've asked uh, like students here in class, like, them, can men and women be friends? Can men and women be friends, Isu? Absolutely. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. What do you mean by friends? Like they can understand each other? Oh, no, just be friends. Can 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 a boy and a girl be friends? Yeah. They can be. Mm. Like what you've said. Mm, I think men and women are different and they are same. Like it it coexists. Like mm. they are biologically different. I understand that. Mm. But there can be a difference based on that biological stuff, uh, biological facts. <laughs> they can be friends because I have many male friends back in my high school. But mm. when I think backwards, like in middle school, when I was in general schools, mm. I don't think I had a male friend. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I had one, but not many. So I think the atmosphere, mm -hmm. the Korean atmosphere is making us feel that male and female cannot be truly friends. Mm. Yeah, I think education and culture and 
even if you ask it in England or Western Europe, not everybody would say yes. There'll be many people that would say no. Yeah. I, I think it's a difficult question, but just my experience is that more people in Korea would say no. That uh, they tell me about uh, 어떤 겐입 전쟁 or something oh, like. Oh yeah, 겐입 전쟁. Yeah, 겐입 wars and all. Yeah. I've heard all the stories. The the reasons why boys and girls can't be friends. It's, uh, I don't try to change people's mind. I just say, mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm. that's that's your opinion. I get it, right? There's, uh, I I kind of feel a little bit differently, but maybe that's the way that I grew up. That mm. you know, of course, boys and girls can be friends. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I can totally relate to that because. I, what I've said before, I've been in a general schools and I hadn't had many male <laughs> friends. They were just viewed as males, I think. I'm so going to go home and check out this, uh, hang on, EU, EU high school. Yeah, yeah. it's spelled an, in English, E-W-O-O. E-W-O-O. <laughs> it, looks, <laughs> it sounds kind of, yeah. it sounds... Uh, bubbly and cute and round yeah. it doesn't have any sharp edges yeah the logo is really <laughs> similar, roundish round too yeah. yeah roundy round there, there, there's one psychological experiment where they have two shapes and one is very angular and one is very bubbly uh-huh. and they ask people to say which one is kiki and which one is something like boo-boo uh. yeah and, and linguistically people always say the sharp-edged one mm-hmm. is kiki even though the words absolutely because because the sound yeah yeah and so you you yeah yeah that's that's a good one um let me see there was there was one more question here and this is from who was it who asked this one i didn't write it down um it's okay we got you in the uh yeah yeah we'll put it there in the subtitles (laughs) i did write it down uh it's from lisi but then also yangu put a comment on it and it was this what do Gen Z do in their free time apart from go to cafes? <laughs> Why <laughs> cafes? Else, I don't know, but somebody else commented going, yeah, I want to know this one too. Uh, really? Yeah, so this was a question. What do Gen Z do in their free time apart mm. from go to cafes? Yeah, I, th- I can see why they <laughs> wrote cafes because in many K-dramas, the students go to cafes and yeah. they're dirty and yeah. there's kagong joke. And do you know kagong joke? Kagong? <laughs> yeah, cafes are 공부하는 종족. Yeah, Jongjok Moya. Tribe, a tribe. A, a jok, that, yeah, orangey jok, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. A group that studies in a cafe for so long. <laughs> they use their the the cafe's energy, <laughs> the electricity, yeah, and Wi-Fi yeah. connection, yeah. Stay in there a long time yeah. with one drink. There are many kagong jokes around there. Kagong jok. Ah. Yeah, kagong jok. Yeah, it's a new. I think it's a fairly. New phenomenon yeah, happening. I, yeah. Yeah, kagongjok. Are you a kagongjok? No. No. I'm a home person. Yeah, I don't really get outside that much. That's why you said, you, that's why you assigned me an assignment that that I have to go out and talk <laughs> in the out. <laughs> In the wild. <laughs> I want to speak to you about this assignment. This is so I gave you, I, I gave you various assignments last semester. Not mm-hmm. as, not official assignments, but just things to do. Oh, but first we have to answer this. We question. will come back to that, uh, but yeah. this is really important uh-huh. to me because uh-huh. it's about you. And mm-hmm. I said I, you did all of your stuff, you, your reading, and all of the things. You sent it to me, and it was clear you did it at home. So I, I told you yeah. I want you to go outside and do something. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And. 
you 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 did it but while you yeah. were talking about being outside you uh-huh. said you said to me and I, I've never forgotten this actually you said is it because you're trying to make me not become a murderer yeah like in the Dostoevsky yeah, yeah, book yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so I remember and I'm sitting there going my favorite book <laughs> this has nothing to do with making <laughs> you a, not a murderer or not kill where is this coming from Isu but it really surprised me I had no intention of not mm. making you a murderer or Rashnikov or, oh no no I was not aiming for that <laughs> meaning that's what you were talking about it no. really kind of shocked me no no I have <laughs> the <laughs> this is my personal reason yeah. for having to have a communication between various pers- people mm. is because it's based on this <laughs> teachings I've learned from the Punishment? Crime and punishment? Uh, crime and punishment. Chaiwa mm. Park. Yeah. That yeah. <laughs> so that that is my own and personal reason mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. of why we have to communicate. Because some people might have radical beliefs and mm. s- ideas. And they have to bring it out to other people and check if they are being rash uh, check uh, check other mm. people's beliefs and think about their own beliefs and what what their beliefs influence other societies uh, their societies and other people yeah that is <laughs> but in the crime and punishment mm-hmm. the main character didn't seem to have that kind of a communication even if he was a very good expert on uh in a university, mm. he was a student, yeah, but he committed crime mm-hmm. in the end. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, because of this personal reason. Yeah. So the reason we, it's, it's amazing to me because now I understand mm. the reason we should talk to each other uh-huh. is to, to make society safer. It's that when we create a uh, or loners or isolated people, people that aren't, don't have community, people that mm-hmm. aren't connected, that we create uh, problems and troubles. So that need for connection and communication is, yeah. is not just some kind of utopian vision or it's good to talk, but it's <sighs> actually uh, preventing people from going off the moral deep end and, and, and yeah. committing heinous crimes. There's a safety aspect to it, yeah, yeah. which I'd, I'd not considered until now we yeah. I learned this. Now you've brought it up. I, I think it's a new aspect of communication. If you could, we, we will come back to this question. If you could have a uh-huh. conversation with anybody, mm-hmm. who would it be? Dead or alive, it's a very kind of like old-fashioned question, but you can have a conversation with anybody. Dead, alive, superhero, or literary figure. (sighs) I think I would be more afraid to not able to communicate very well (laughs) with my (laughs) knowledge, my narrow knowledge. Oh, come on. You've quoted at me, right? This this student that never went abroad or international school, you've quoted Hume, Nietzsche, Dostoevsky, Jonathan Haidt. Because I'm interested in communication and social and philosophy and human. And uh, tomorrow by together. (laughs) (laughs) Let's not pretend that it's all just philosophy. Like uh, any idea, who would you talk to? What would be an interesting conversation? Uh, 
from my short knowledge, mm. I would say Yeonjun from Tomorrow Fight Together. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a reason yeah, behind go that. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, fandoms. Yes. I deem the fandoms are very fam- similar to consumption. What I've said before, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. love is becoming a consumption. Like, yeah. we're spending the imagery of love as a love and pretending that we were we are in love. Mm. And fandoms are very similar to that. Like, idols are an effective character to make your hearts flutter or something. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and the idol community. The idols are based on these f- fantasy mm. by the fans. So I would want to talk to this, <laughs> talk to Yeonjun mm. and really get to know what person this is. Mm. Because when you talk, when you talk to a person about ten minutes, you can figure out the atmosphere of that person, the authentic. <laughs> mm. Fa- uh, the authentic shadows the authentic you're going back into young again aren't you yeah. beyond the persona yeah. yeah beyond the persona yeah yeah so i would want to really get to know this idol 어떤 영준 김 영준 박 영준 it's 연준 니은 니은 받침 in 연 okay uh, okay yeah, yeah yeah that's what i had originally yeah 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 연준 yeah, yeah. and 최 the same as mine. Oh, there you go. Yeah. You know, um, Jacques Lacan, the psychoanalyst. Yeah. Lacan. I'm not sure if you know Lacan. I think I've heard. Anyway, he said he said that uh, it's basically um, it's persona all the way down. There is no authentic self. Mm-hmm. There is no authenticity in us. Everything is a persona. Yep. You take away the persona or you take away the mask and there's another mask. There's another persona. Mm-hmm. There is no authenticity. This is just Lacan and Zizek goes down this idea mm-hmm. as well. But they believe there is no authenticity beneath us. I think that goes the same with Prugyo. What Buddhism. Oh, yeah, Buddhism. Yeah. Yeah, because they they are like... Well, there is, but there isn't. Yeah. <laughs> Get rid of the ego. <laughs> there is, yeah. there are these egos, but if you go inside, mm. there isn't. <laughs> I love the fact that you could speak to anyone <laughs> in the world and it would be Che Yeonjun. That's yeah. brilliant. Because I, I <laughs> think because that's I an honest narrow, answer. Narrow knowledge. No, 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 but that's an honest answer. <laughs> Maybe yeah. so, some some other version of me in the multi-universe would pick Einstein or... <laughs> Obama. <laughs> that would be boring. You would just sit there and do nothing. <laughs> you just take a selfie and put it on your Insta and th- that would be oh, finished. Wow. But I'm sure your conversation with Yeonjun would be more interesting. I'm going to I'm gonna Google him, by the way, as soon as I get <laughs> to try to get to know him. Um, uh, what did Gen Z do <laughs> in their free time apart from go to uh, cafes? We didn't, to we cafes, didn't get yes. there. Oh, we learned, I learned a kagongjok, but you are jipgongjok. Yes. Jipgongjok. <laughs> Yeah, because mm. studying ca- studying cafes are very noisy than you expect. Yeah, yeah, there are many happenings around. Yeah, but going to the question, uh, what do the what do we do in spare time? Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> but it seems to be an obvious uh, 
Oh, as I've said, many people, many Gen Zers and Zs are trying to make their spare times to a content in a YouTube, you know, like planning a camp, but they're not just planning a camp for their spare time. They're planning a camp, but they're planning to uh, what <laughs> shots they will take on their camping and what what atmosphere they would put in their videos and they would post it and they would make a money out of it. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a typical example of Gen Z's doing in their spare time. Do you have a YouTube channel? No, I wanted to, but yeah. I figured out that I don't have a smart, <laughs> smart, uh, yeah, Chosin uh, to influence people. Mm. I don't have what it takes, not yet, to influence other people. For anybody just listening, Isu is just constantly looking at the camera in this <laughs> room. Though. So I think she's a natural YouTuber. Oh, no, I, I wasn't staring at... The, I, it's I wasn't not a looking. criticism. Yeah, I'm uh, saying yeah. you're naturally... You do it very naturally. Yeah, but I wasn't looking at the camera... You're talking before to the Q and A. Oh, okay, okay. So <laughs> yeah. you're answering, but I've seen you in front of cameras before. You're very natural. Yeah, because my club was a theater club back yeah. in the high school. Yeah, yeah. I'm really interested in acting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And performing and communication. It's yeah. Do you know the difference between Stanislavski and, and Brechtian acting? No. I'll teach you one day. It's very interesting, the difference between the two. Uh, it, it's like Lee and Guy, basically. There are two modes to <laughs> that acting. That would be complicated. Yeah, no, it's very easy. Oh, um, really? Oh. What other kind of vlogs are there? So there's camping vlogs, mm -hmm. which is very... Because I wouldn't imagine Korean camping. Are there any other kind of YouTube contents that Gen Z are making that we might not have seen? There are all sorts of vlogs, like studying vlogs, study with me, and... I see they're really eating popular. mukbang, mm. uh-huh, mukbang, and they they make all sorts of their nangmans to contents. Like they <laughs> I know can, what that means now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they they can make anything to contents. Like, mm, yeah. And is the you think the desire is to make money from it? That it, it's like a financial thing. It's not just a show off thing. It's like a a new job. Yeah, this can be my personal opinion, but I think it's based on the benefits you mm -hmm. you earn from those activities. Like, yeah. I think Korea is really popular these days. So if you're a Korean person <laughs> uh, and you put stuff online, I think there's people all over the world that will be clicking <laughs> and such. I re no, I really genuinely believe that. Yeah, that, but that I I do believe that that could happen, but what is more important to me is having a substantial stuffs I could send to people, like not just being fun and mm. energetic and being all kinds of. <laughs> I like the way you shake. Yeah, the, you <laughs> the I don't like uh. spending imagery. Just just spending imagery. Yeah. If I would have to spend an imagery, I would want to put a knowledge or mm. something that anyone can share with it mm. yeah but i don't have that capacity right now so 
you should give uh, EU education to people that haven't been fortunate enough <sighs> to receive it through your online uh, thing. That that's quite an interesting idea yeah. to share what you have learned with other people. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also come across the idea, which I think is there's so much validity in it that um, the most personal is the most universal. The thing, the most personal, mm-hmm. is the most universal. Why? The thing that resonates the most with the most amount of people is the personal stuff. Like if you try to do this message uh-huh. or this content or this story that reaches everybody and it's really all encompassing and all embracing and and loving, it, it it doesn't get anybody. The stuff that really moves people is the stuff that's only true to you. The more personal you are about your stuff, mm-hmm. the more honest about your stuff, and it's about you. Mm-hmm. the more people it will touch and that's mm-hmm. what happens that if you want something to go uh, big or if you want something to have a great impact the more personal it is the more chance of that is everybody tries to do something that will appeal to everybody and then it yeah. misses but if you want something that appeals to everybody it's got to be really personal so mm-hmm. there's a paradox there to become universal mm-hmm. you have to become personal first but I think the convention mm-hmm. Conveying, conveying, conveying is yeah. also important because yeah. BTS also writes personal stuff, so like loving yourself, like that wasn't very brought up in the industry before, mm-hmm. <laughs> but they convey it with various, like very good. <laughs> <laughs> They're hot Korean men. I think that helps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think the conveying <laughs> is also important. Like, yeah, personal things yeah. important, but you have to convey those in an attractive way. But I can't seem to find that attractiveness. What? Why? Where does the this attractive attractiveness come from? Like, <laughs> mm. that is my question. <laughs> yeah, I, I I think that's one of those things that you don't look for it. Um. I, I think BTS became more attractive the the more famous they got. I think if you look at early photos of mm-hmm. BTS and things like that, yeah. even when they debuted or even before the debut, these these were not always you know like men that would make you stop and look back in the street. Yeah. As as they got more famous, mm-hmm. they did that, and and I'm not sure the the message is particularly deep or meaningful you know love yourself irrespective of your mm-hmm. your gender or sexuality it, it to me it seems like a very tanyunajo mm-hmm. like a, a very mm-hmm. granted message but i think it's more to do with their position and who they are and their influence rather than the message itself mm-hmm. okay. um, i don't mean to to criticize them i, I think they do a good job uh, yeah. i played um Jungkook's new song in the car Seven. for my children. Yeah, I, I didn't realize it was the dirty version. Yeah. I was, I didn't realize it was the dirty version. Ah, yeah. There's I, a min, there's many versions of that song. Yeah, but the official version. That's what I played, and I was yeah. like, oh, Jungkook's got a new song. It's in the charts. Let's play that. And then I was like, kids, yeah. I don't think you should be listening. <laughs> you to should this. have done the clean version. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. should I should have known, yeah. BTS and their personas and things like that. So um, Gen Zs, they they uh, they do that. They don't go to cafes, but they make vlogs. Yeah, they make vlogs. They try to make contents out of their spare stuff, a uh, spare time. And yeah, many people try to kill their time by watching smartphones. Many Gen Zs do, does that. Do do that. 
I haven't, I wrote it down on my phone. Uh, Jonglin was telling me, she was showing me something on her phone. And as soon as she turned her phone just one centimeter, I couldn't uh-huh. see anything on the screen. Yeah. Or something? Yeah, I don't know really much about it, but my sister has that. Like, I think wow. it's the iPhone or the the cover it's the it's if you look at a phone you wouldn't notice anything yeah, different yeah, yeah. about it but the plastic covers that we put around the side to protect it mm-hmm. it's this special kind of one i can't remember the exact name she told me on mm-hmm. safety pilma yeah, yeah. anyway you can't see it from the side so if you're sat next to somebody on the subway yeah but samsung can be shown by anybody you can see anything yeah <laughs> yeah but on these phones you put the cover on and you can't see anything it's just ah. dark it's not about Samsung or iPhone. It's about the I, I think stickers, it's the, the, the cover the that cover. you stick on, uh, I, or, or the film. I'm not yeah. sure. Mm. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I want to have one of these. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Privacy. <laughs> Privacy is really important for yeah, Gen Zs. Yeah. Um, just because we need to close this up now, uh, Isu, mm-hmm. because we, we've done three hours. Um, what didn't we say? Do you have any last words? Is there anything that last message or a last idea or something that I should talk about next? Close this out for me. You can have the last word. <sighs> I don't really have <laughs> much stops to say. Mm, but I think mm. our conversations were not really focused on Generation Z. It was all over <laughs> the place. Mm. But to wrap it up, uh, I think I think I have to say this to people watching out there. Gonde uh, can be anyone. <laughs> like if you're young, even if you're young, if you're old, you can be a Gonde. And Gonde means stressing a certain persona for and making everybody uh, hurting anyone else does that make sense (laughs) yeah so we should always be careful to not be a konde and yeah that is all I have to say was it, no, I, I I love it. What's one thing that we can do to stop being a gonde? Is there a, is there a specific action? Is there a like um, don't be a gonde? Is good, but is there something we can do to stop being a gonde? Is there something? I think there is. Oh. You have to. It's really, tangyonan. <laughs> it's really obvious. Obvious, but you have to. Understand the fact that you can be wrong. <laughs> like, many people who stress their opinions for too long or too strong has this kind of a pip apak. Apak. Apa, father. No, 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 no. <laughs> Mentality? No, 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 no. Uh, stress? Uh. Oppression. Yeah. They are very oppressed to, Mm. oppressed to, uh, they are very (laughs) oppressed to uh, think they are right in every situation and they have the answers to every situation. And yeah, you can, but you have to understand the fact that you can be wrong and there can be uh, 
other people ha who has the better ideas. And, and you have to understand another fact that we are searching for someone who uh, we are we aren't searching for someone who has the right answers we are searching for what is right yeah what value is worthy so yeah if we understand these two facts i don't think anyone could go wrong with being <laughs> yeah <laughs> a world without gondes we'll get there eventually and that then it will be safe safe <laughs> thank you Thank you for calling me. The guy hit me so hard that she herself almost fell from the reverberation of it.